A little quiz for everybody before we start. Out of myself and Chris, guess which one of us didn't have their audio settings set up correctly? Which one of us was sat there with their headset on, thinking they were talking into their headset when in fact they were talking into the inbuilt microphone of their PC? No prize if you guess it correctly, and it probably won't take you long to guess it correctly. Sorry. I blame old age. On with the show. Hello and thank you for listening to episode 45 of 60 Minutes With and the third and final part of our Hard Rock Hell United 2016 shows. I'm Dave and at the other end of the line, dressed entirely in leather and studs, it's Chris. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Like the, the leather chaps. Oh, the le- oh, you're wearing chaps. <laughs> I thought it would be, in all honesty, I thought it would be the usual leather and studded cod piece that you're always taking pictures of. Well, it's the, the zip at the back as well, just for ease of access, you know. You do like your zips, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you've been watching a lot of Hellraiser, so the, the, the S&M sort of stuff is, is coming out of me a bit more than usual. That's so. it. I'm surprised I can't hear the sound of chains, chains clinking in the background as well. You know? <laughs> Please don't say you've got hooks in your nipples or something as well. You might hear a bit of a buzzing at some point, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you what that is. We'll so. uh, keep that to our imagination. <laughs> <laughs> if I start going, ooh, <laughs> or, you know, start speaking a bit high pitched. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've got to remove the butt plug first before I can stick anything else up. <laughs> You've got to be comfortable while you record. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and enjoy myself. <laughs> well, it's a double whammy straight off. And if I start going, it's just that I'm having a bit of a sniff of poppers. Just, to <laughs> just what, open yourself up? Loosen myself. <laughs> <laughs> if I start getting a bit tense. <laughs> I'll expect that in about, what, 20 minutes or so then? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm not sniffing coke, you know. So. Well, yeah, th- there's always a plus to everything. <laughs> Right, mate, Hard Rock Hell. This was, um, like we said, part three. Anybody hopefully listening to this has listened to part one and two. Uh, I was there on the Friday, gets to the Saturday morning. Um, and you come on the Saturday morning, which was great. You had the long drive from Wolverhampton. What was that like? It was lovely, yeah. It was actually a really nice drive. Um, you know, you're going up in the, I wouldn't say mountains as such, but, you know, it, it felt like pretty epic. You know, you got like, similar to what you were describing last time, you and Rambrod, that it, it's like lots of windy roads. And if you look over to the left slightly, there's a massive frigging drop. So you're sort of shitting yourself a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it was beautiful. Um sort of views and vistas and you're up in the clouds and uh it was gorgeous and obviously got to listen to some podcasts and and you know so it was just nice to have a bit of a drive it's like two and a bit hours i think maybe and just relax almost to you know and chill, chill out and i don't do stuff like that very often i just tend to drive around wolverhampton looking for prostitutes <laughs> so it was different being in the hills of wales and you you uh you saw some snow as well didn't you i did that was gorgeous i'll tell you what it, driving away from um Pithelli, uh, that is how you guys pronounce it isn't it i'm not don't, don't ask me i'm not welsh <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, it was uh, driving away and sort of like heading back the way I came, uh, slightly worse for wear, but I'll talk about that later, was um, it just in the distance, it was gorgeous. It was like stuff you don't tend to see in this country, you know what I mean? It's like especially being in built-up sort of towns and cities and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it, it was really lovely um so yes and obviously excited to meet up with you again and and, and the promise of sharing a bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean this is it you know again thanks to claire um at central press she uh, had sorted out accommodation in the chalet and we were sharing with a lot of other guys uh, it's a three-bedroom place and of course there was like the living room area and you could uh, you could fold out the, the seating bit and you could lie in there there was a uh, there was the, the living area where you got the seats and people could sleep on there. There was two twin rooms. There was one double room. And me and you were allocated the double room. I know. It's face, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's, it had to happen it's some, sooner or later, you know. But um, it was. It, and it, when I turned up, uh, you know, finding the place. And everything, funnily enough, we're actually going there later on this year uh, for a holiday, which I didn't know. Um, and because... It, Kay, with my wife, was taking the piss as well. She was saying, oh, you're going on holiday without me. And I'm like, you know, because I saw the sea to the left of me as I was driving there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it, it's a Haven holiday park, which we've been to Haven parks before, you know, Prest Haven Sands, which is in Prestatin or just outside it. And so they're all kind of much of a muchness. They've got the same things. They've got a Burger King, you know, and uh, the fish and chip shops. And they've got all the fucking, you know, monkeys dressed up and anxious, the elephant and... <laughs> You know, Rory the Tiger or whatever the fuck his name is or Lion. Uh, so it's all much of a muchness, but it was nice to get a bit of a recce uh, to sort of go and, and and see what it was all about. But when I turned up, you know, found the caravan and everything, um, knocked on the door, went in, saw you, sat down, having some a sausage or a bacon sandwich or some toast or something. And the first thing that struck me, there, there was loads of guys there. It was a right sausage fest. <laughs> but um, the amount of empty alcohol <laughs> bottles and cans and everything i just on the side you know the sort of like uh, uh kitchen top there was like about half a dozen to a dozen bottles of whiskey rum wine anything and everything really and i was like there are probably substances in there which i, I don't want to know about <laughs> i don't know what the fuck you've been getting up to the night before it wasn't it wasn't me hand on heart mate it wasn't me i literally had i mean that was the first time that I'd stayed over at Hard Rock. Um, so I was there on the Friday and the Saturday. The Friday, I had one pint. I was a really good boy. I had one pint. I was in bed, I think, by about half twelve. But I never knew this with never having stayed there before. Friday night, apparently, especially for people that go um, and cover the event for all different types of media, that's the party night, right? <laughs> so... Everything I got into bed like at half twelve and was like, Oh, okay, I'm just gonna go to sleep. Fucking hell. Everybody come in. There was people that were sharing the chalet that had brought like members of bands with them and various other people. Uh and it went on till like gone five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow. That's hardcore that is. And then the next day, like I said, I got there at what, 11-ish or something like that? Yeah. Pe people were a bit worse for wear, but they were up and about having breakfast. Fuck me. If that would have been me, I wouldn't have emerged until probably about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, let alone, you know, sort of bloody 11 o'clock in the morning. But um, it's I mean, they're all cool guys, you know, obviously journalists, uh, radio presenters, podcasters, photographers, you know. It was, uh, they just seemed like really welcoming and cool, you know. So that was, uh, that was awesome to meet all those guys. 
Yeah, it was. It was a great, great bunch of people that we were sharing the chalet with. And, you know, I've kept in touch with them, obviously. Uh, yeah, I was going to say there's no egos amongst any of them. There was sort of like, you know, oh, I'm talking to so-and-so and you you can't know about it or uh, I'm doing this and so I'm so important or whatever. Um, they just seem like really cool. Like, it's like, if, here's my number if you need anything in the future. If you want any contact details, here you go. So that was awesome. That was a really nice guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like Neil from um, Star Radio is doing, you know, the UK's longest running rock show. He's been doing it like 20 years now, I think. Um, and he's, he's talked to everybody and anybody. And we sat there. I remember on the Friday night um, when I got in before before I went to bed early, <laughs> he was telling me stories about, you know, he was sat with Lemmy like a month before he died and he was chatting Shit. with him. Wow. And he was telling me stories about the people, you know, he's interviewed, but he wasn't doing it in a, you know, oh, I've talked to these kind of way. It was just, well, it was great because he's a fan as well. Um, you know, so it's so good to be around like-minded people that have got no egos, like you said, uh, and they love what they're doing. So, yeah, it's just an all-round really good atmosphere at Hard Rock Hell. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, a bit different when you go next time, though, mate, with, with, with your wife and daughter. <laughs> yeah. So the walking around, we had a little bit of a wander around uh, around lunchtime, and the weather uh, was a bit shit. It's fair to say, I think, yeah. wasn't it? It, yeah. it was. It wasn't great, but um, you know, it didn't sort of detract away from the actual sort of like you know event and the time we had there. But uh, there were lots of uh, people dressed, obviously leather. Um, lots of well, I had to I hate to say sound a bit derogatory, but. A few old slappers as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair to say, uh, but you know, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll give anything a go. Well, and you, you, the amount that you approached over that one day was incredible, <laughs> mate. <laughs> and they even fucking turned me down. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, and, and then it, so it's cool. And then we walked around what would you know the different stages. Um, and I, when I go later on this year, obviously that's all going to change. You know, it's going to be lots of kids dancing on the stage and, you know, dancing to frigging Taylor Swift and all <laughs> sorts. And you're going to have all the, the, you know, people dressed up in outfits and all that, and you know, fucking hell. But um, it was cool. It was it was good to get a, a glimpse of everything. We, there was merch stalls, wasn't there? Like T-shirts and, uh, you know, it, it was it was really cool you know just to have a look have a chat with people like i said maybe because people were a bit pissed you know from the night before but again i i found this like at rock concerts and you know rock clubs i've been to in the past there's i've i've seen more trouble at you know i hate to generalize but you know so-called sort of dance places where people are trendy and they've got egos and everything else but but at these places that people are just friendly and get on you can have a chat and you know, nobody looks at you as if they want to stab you, you know, kind of, you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll get on to when we finish talking about other bands and we get on to, you know, our Saturday night together. Um, but you make it, it, you make it sound so romantic. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just teasing the listeners ready. They're going to fast forward it now to the end to find out what happened at the end of the night. It's but, worth sticking to sticking. Oh, right. it is. Stick with it. But there is, uh, like you said, there is no trouble though. Um, and everybody's having such a great time. And do you remember the woman that was in front of us that Saturday night who'd got the uh, inflatable guitar and who was turning around and just playing that to everybody and everybody was like like cheering her and people were watching her as yeah. she was going on. And it's, you know, it's just you know a really good, fun atmosphere there. You got the, the bands who were playing and she couldn't give a fuck really about watching the band. She was more interested in sort of playing to us. <laughs> <laughs> she was really good though. 
She was very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you brought up a memory now of um, oh, what's the song? Uh, nice legs, shame about the face. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> that was like a, a, a just like you know when you have one of those moments where you think. What the fucking hell? That I've just stepped into an alternate sort of reality or something from the back. Amazing, thinking, oh my god! And I point, I pointed her out to you. Sorry, this is really sexist and for Tina when she listens back. Um, <laughs> but it's thinking, oh god, that's that's a nice ass. And then it was like, turn around, fucking Skeletor. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if she's listening. She won't know. No. <laughs> she got the moves though. She it's not moves. you. It's the other woman. I was talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was it, you know, great time we had. Like I say, we'll we'll get to the Saturday night bit. But we've got. Um, I have been. I have to say as well, people that follow us on Twitter and Facebook and that um, for the past few days, I have been teasing this, going, "Oh yeah, it's like another eight bands and sixteen songs." And then I was putting the notes together, and I went, "Holy shit! No, it's nine nine bands." <laughs> Yeah, and eighteen songs. Um, so I think it's in total. I think over the three shows, it's going to be it's going to be a minimum of uh, nine hours coverage of Hard Rock Hell. Where else are you going to get nine hours dedicated coverage of Hard Rock Hell? Yeah, it's and people are still moan. They'll say, "Oh, it's too long. It's I haven't got long. I haven't got nine hours to listen to a podcast." It's like, <laughs> fucking hell, do one. Do one. Learn where the pause button is. It'll just carry on where you left off. No, but I do have to applaud you. And this is me sucking you off a little bit again. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I do have to applaud you, obviously, your your hard work and effort because you've... uh, I know how hard it is to edit shows and put everything together, but particularly when you've got so much to do, like in terms of obviously you introducing the bands, then the interview, then a song. And it's... I I know you've worked really hard on this, so... Fair play, mate. Oh, cheers, mate. I am just, I am just, and I said in um, part one, I'm disappointed in the the sound quality of the interviews. And again, you know, I did make the excuses. It was new equipment I got, still getting used to it. And the, because it was in the sports hall doesn't help. It is so echoey in there. Uh, It's a bit of a pain. I'd love for the audio quality to be, you know, as we like it to be. But, you know, it's, there's some good stories out there. You can, you know, there's times you've just got to overcome it and, it's free for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? If it was, if people were paying for this, I would, you know, spend more time and clean it up even more. But there's only so much you can do. Yeah, yeah. It was good as well. Oh shit! That's one thing I've not done. Um, I'll do it during a pause as we're recording because uh, I forgot to say there was there was um, one of the Twitter followers tweeted after um, part one went up online um, and said they'd listened to the first two bands. And it immediately bought albums by both of them. Yeah. You know, how great's that? You know, this is, again, I've said it before on this. It's so good discovering new music for me at my advanced years. Um, but, you know, if, if I could pass that on to every, you know, anybody else and help all the, you know, the, the up and coming bands um, and, you know, and give them sales because it's so hard if you're a new band. Now, well, if you're any band now to, to make money. It's you know the the marketplace isn't like it was where you're selling you know LPs. Um, everybody wants your money for free and download it and so on. So it's really really difficult. So you know if we can get anybody at all to you know to if you listen to this, you like the music, please go online, buy it if you want to buy. You know if they've got physical CDs or you know vinyls picking up again, you want to buy the vinyl version, please do it. Buy the downloads. Don't leech off stuff 
for free. Because if you keep doing that, the bands are going to go, well, we're not making any money. They're going to stop. You're just cutting off your nose to spite your face, aren't you, really? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, I mean, I've been listening to some of the, obviously, the bands that we've interviewed since then. And I'll tell you what, fucking hell, there's some great stuff out there. There really is. Um, it was Stuart Jones, at, at Stu Jones 33 who... Um, who said who said that listening to your latest episode currently two interviews in with two albums bought that's pretty awesome isn't it oh that's really good so yeah and that's that saved me searching twitter as well thanks hey. mate. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> right shall we get into the interviews then yes i think we should yeah i so say we've got nine nine to get through and then we've got a few stories about um the uh, the saturday evening Mm. Right, first band. Um, again, this is um, a band that we weren't booked in for. You know, like I said in the previous shows, we you know thanks to Tina, uh, we've got quite a few bands that we were booked in to interview. Um, and as you found out, you know, when we were there, Chris, it's you know thanks um, to Caitlin and Sabrina that you know one or, one or the other would come across. Oh, I've got this band. Do you want to talk to them? And we go, yeah, okay. It's why not, um, but you know there are times, and this is a band that we hadn't heard of before. But you know they come and sit down. I have to say though as well, every person that we talk to, uh, and I'm including Friday in this. All, you know, if we got to talk to on the Friday, every band was really amazing to chat to. So full of enthusiasm, love of what they did, uh, and we had so many laughs as well, didn't we? You know, you know on that Saturday especially. Yeah, and and you know, it, for me, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I, this is well documented. People who've listened to the last sort of entertainment show will know that I don't tend to listen to any other music now. I've kind of got to that point in my life where I, it's 80s music. That's all I listen to. And so this was a bit of an eye opener for me. And I was thinking, oh my god, you know, what the hell am I going to know about all this kind of stuff? <laughs> I mean, my my roots, you know, growing up were sort of like metal and uh, and that type of music and then dance and everything. So it's not like I'm totally, uh, you know, inexperienced. I've had no knowledge of anything, but, um, yeah, it, it was an eye for me, but everybody was so f sort of like cool and, and kind and, you know, sort of just answered all your questions as no matter how stupid my questions were as people <laughs> all here, but no, it was cool. They were really nice guys. And, um, and like you said, I think with, um, Caitlin and sorry, what was the other one's name? Sabrina. Sabrina, that was it. I thought it was. Uh, you know, because I was sort of like feeding them sweets and stuff as well, wasn't I? Which sounds really dodgy. That's that's one step away from. Do you want to come to my van and see my puppies? Really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just carry sweets in my pockets. Yeah. Just on the you had bags of them, mate. You were just enticing them everywhere. I know. It's well. It's uh, my wife. I have to say, she does look after me. She uh, and and my mom. I'll blame her because it's. I tell you what, Willy Wonka's got nothing on us <laughs> in our house. We we just we've got sweets everywhere. I'm surprised that my, the the teeth haven't rotted out my frigging head. <laughs> but um, yeah. So she just packed loads, didn't she? And I was feeding you as well, wasn't I? So. Anybody who knows as well, anybody uh, who listens to this, when we go to Eurogamer, that's I, I am the guy with the sweets. They just, they're in my bag. And I'm just like constantly saying, do you want a sweet? Do you want some sweets? Do you want a sweet? So, yeah, that's my job. So we don't know anybody that listens to us that's in the UK and is going to go to Eurogamer later this year. If you see somebody walking along, just like throwing sweets like confetti everywhere, it's, it's, it's Chris. Go, go and say hello to him. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you some sweets. <laughs> Just don't go in his van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, if you do, then uh, I'll expect some, some favours. <laughs> We <laughs> just hope you like uh, leather and studs. <laughs> and a big cock in your mouth. <laughs> and with that, let's go on to first band, um, London band. Fucking London. Londoners, mate. London. Cockneys. Cockneys. <laughs> uh, Stone, Stone Ghost. Um, like I said, um, we weren't booked in to talk to them. Uh, we weren't aware of them since then. Obviously, I've listened to the music, um, and a, a good way to start off the Saturday as well, wasn't it? You know, it's you know, like so you come in, um, totally new atmosphere for you as well, and really nice set of blokes to talk to to start the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, first interview for me, like I said, I I'll be totally honest. Now, I, I don't claim to be a, a music journalist or, like I said, in the know when it comes to music, but. Um, I've since listened to their stuff. Um, Faceless Ghost being one I've listened to a song. Um, now, I'll be honest with you, this I, I, I do quite like uh, this music at certain points. It kind of sounded a bit, um, you know, I'd got like a Pantera type vibe, you know, that kind of, you know, I'm, I, I hate to compare them to other bands, but that's kind of the, the way, the best way I can describe them for people, mm. I guess. Um, you know, quite heavy, um, a bit shouty, but a lot of energy, you yeah, know, yeah. and and that's the thing that that comes from their music is that that raw sort of power and energy and the the kind of stuff that, well, I'm pushing forty, I'm forty in a three months time, uh, and so it's kind of like when I was a kid, you know, this would be the band that or the, the the music if it came on, I'd be in the middle of the fucking mosh pit, I'd be shoving people and and going crazy, um, just really, but, but really cool guys, you know, and it's really interesting going back after the interviews and listening to some of the music, watching some of the videos, um, and sort of just, it's the difference. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of like seeing them in person, just kind of like nice, quietly spoken, um, funny. And then watching this kind of like really powerful music, Mm. you know? Yeah. But they were cool. They were really cool. Cool lads. Well, this is a good a times any mate. You mentioned uh, faceless ghost. So let's let's play it. It's Faceless Ghost by Stone Ghost.
the listeners then. Stone Ghost, can you tell them a bit about yourselves? Where you're from, when you got founded? A bit about the music you play? Go on, JB. Bring it to them. God. Start, you know, start. <laughs> <laughs> where are we from? Where where are we right, we're from Bromley, South East London. And uh, we formed as Stone Ghost about three years ago. But that was a name change. We were called Snakebite and we was that was six years together before that. About that. So and then history before that and stuff. But yeah, as this lineup this current music Stone Ghost about three years yeah but we continue to keep it that way for a yeah. future yeah any big reason for the change then from well, change from Snakebite yeah. because Snakebite is a terrible name <laughs> <laughs> no we do, it was like a childish because we'd had it for so long it was basically just named after the first thing I could see which was a pint of Snakebite um, when I was like 16 so and, it, and still feel right. There's, plenty, there's loads of other snake bite bands as well, and there's a big white snake tribute band in our yeah. area called White Snake Bite. And we just thought we needed to change it. To be honest, it was just we weren't getting anywhere with it. Not yeah. blaming the fact that it was the, it wasn't the name as well. We weren't getting anywhere, <laughs> but um, we just thought like we wanted to. Rec- we was recording something new, and we was kind of thinking of names for the yeah, new name. The, the album that we was doing at the time sounded fresh. It wasn't like we was doing before. So we thought, well, maybe we should change our name if we're going to carry on now. Yeah. You know, we've been called this for so long. Why not? We got no one at the time. We weren't signed or anything. No, no one to tell us otherwise. So yeah. change the name. Well, who cares? Well, it was a good job you did anyway, wasn't it? Yeah. Because the label we even said. Yeah. We forget Snake by They, they wouldn't have signed us. So they said, yeah. Yeah. It was a good change. Did it? The day it was. It was a fresh start for us at the same time, wasn't yeah. it? So. Just, yeah. Our music. I'm glad. I, I don't feel embarrassed <laughs> saying that name anymore. <laughs> it's you said snake bite because it was a, the pint of it was in front of you. Yeah, that was literally. How did Stone Ghost come about then? Stone Ghost is just two words that sounded kind of cool together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, probably even even less of a reason to use the name. But we went through like there must have been four hundred ideas, yeah. and we got to the last two, and they were both shit. And then my <laughs> wife walked past me and went, "Why you say Stone Ghost?" I was like, and it clicked and it sounds cool it, you know rolls of the tongue it's alright it's a good name and no one else has got it which is the main thing yeah. but um, it's just a name at the end of the day isn't it like they don't really uh, it's not a bad name it's bad music I mean, yeah. music the name comes after that do you know what I mean we need a name otherwise we won't do who we are right well, well there's our title <laughs> <laughs> you could have called us Blim you know, and no one else has got that. It wouldn't matter, does it? That was just the noise. Yeah, yeah. Don't quite roll the tongue. You can spell that noise. <laughs> <laughs> what about the album then? You said you, the record company wouldn't have signed you with that name. Tell us about the well, album. Part, I think that was part of somebody on the start uh, reason. But they said it was, they did mention that if we'd still be called Slaper, among other things, um, it would have weighed heavy on their choice to sign us. I think I can understand why as well. Let's talk about the album. Yeah. Let's talk about the album. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm answering that question, man. <laughs> Jesus! Do you want to ask questions? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Efficiency. <Sorry. laughs> okay. Yeah, no, the, uh, the album which the label put out, we had already recorded uh, it ourselves and sort of done it as an independent release about a year ago. Um, and I think that was kind of an attractive thing for the fact that we the record was already there, it was already done, yeah. and they just had to sort of yeah. put it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
quite a safe investment in that respect. Yeah. What's the reception been like to it then? Just be careful, you know, where you do it, obviously, but Don't. apart from that. It's going to happen wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one question I've been asking all the bands. If you can only pick two songs to give listeners a flavour of what you like, what would they be and would it be alright to play them on the show? Yes, it would. And I'm not sure what you think. Two songs? Two. I think... Ghost so you, I could oh, tell you yeah. you dying to jump in. Yeah, you knew what to say. <laughs> oh, am I wrong again? What song's in? I was going to say, Faceless Ghost, and let's see what Beast Lover. That's that's no. That's why, whoa! I questioned yours, you questioned mine. Yeah, motion, right? Next! Go on, then. Devil's Motion? Yeah, Faceless Ghost and Devil's Motion. That's what you'd say, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, that's, that's heavy uh, ingredients. Uh, I'll go with Faceless Ghost because... That's a popular pick, that's yeah. it. Actually, that's a definite. People seem to like that one. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, uh, oh, there's been some Earth sounds with people's choices on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know, the question was, what was it? seeing the, the video of Sid Agra on TV with her in that prison. Prison, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and at the time, I was like, bang on my Lincoln Park. And I saw that, I was like, what is this? And I checked it out, and then that opened the gate to better stuff, basically. Yeah. So yeah, that was, I suppose that would be my man process. gave me the uh, Black Album from Sanicot. See, that's better. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. better. That's a lot better. <laughs> my first CD was Willennium. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. My <laughs> biggest influence is Will Smith. Wow. 
Are you seen the uh, the documentary? Was it some kind of monster? I haven't actually seen it yet. Yeah, it's wicked. It's just like you see the band having a meltdown. You know, it's just filmed out and everything's thrown in there, like Dave Mustaine. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's wicked. I need to watch that. I haven't done what I've seen. It's yeah, it's Nas and James having a lot of arguments. Yeah, sounds interesting. Definitely watch that. If we ever do a DVD, just complain about what song choices you pick. Singer in the drama hating on each other. Cool. Hey, I'm fine. You're the one who's hating on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine too, man. Cool. Yeah. I'll see you in the shell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least in a second beer and shit in your bed. So that's yeah. Yeah. We haven't decided where we're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you stay away from me. Life on the road, then. Life on the road. Let's hope we don't have it. Road story. <laughs> 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 I think a beer and a shit would be one road story. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything uh, well, else weird that's happened that sort of springs to mind for you? <laughs> any weird all, it any funny stories? Just uh, this is why I'm saying I no one stay be. away from me in the chalet. He's, he's always, he gets drunk first because he's a lightweight. So then he gets naked <laughs> and dumps all over us. Uh, I'm not going to tell the story about the, what yeah, he did in Edinburgh. The one we spoke about earlier. Smash one off really now. There you go. So yeah, things like that really tend to happen. But usually only when we're drunk. Right? No. Do we need to keep an eye on you later tonight then? Just to see what's going on. I don't know actually. Might have a tea go bed. Well there was the thing at Bloodstock. Where um at Bloodstock, uh horrible year now, but we've been there a few times. They were selling um water pistols in the shape of Basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was running about with it in his trousers, like spraying people. <laughs> and then Simon Hall, uh, who we obviously know quite well, got a uh, call on his radio saying someone's running around harassing people with a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, we were past Simon Hall just after he's got the call, and he's just pointed at him like, I knew it'd be you. And the whole festival is bound to be you running around harassing people. You didn't actually say that as well, which is surprising yeah. because the amount of drunk people there. I'm the only one harassing people with a boner. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to hang out with these guys later on, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, man. You'll be more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. What's the rest of the year holding for you, then? You got any plans? Uh, we're doing the uh, uh, the Ibiza road trip. Hello. There we are. Been there before? No, no, this is our first time. I think the weather will be a bit better than this, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a bit yeah. warmer. Yeah. yeah. something happening in the summer which you can vaguely allude to but not really say anything okay. but, a uh, summer event uh, yes something like that okay. yes. <laughs> Do, doings afoot in the summer nice basically what about recording new stuff how's it going with album wise um, we've got basically an album's worth of stuff written if we need it when we need it yeah. so and, uh, we've got time to make it now write more stuff so when the time comes, we're ready basically. Yeah. So we're, we're itching to get it out. Yeah. Well, we're playing a new one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on April 1st, we're doing a headline show at the Barfly in Camden. Um, and we'll be playing some of our new stuff there for the first time. So if anyone does want to hear some of our new stuff, that's the place to go. That's the place to go. Excellent. Nice one. 
Well, well thanks for spending some time. You have you have a shit and beer. And whatever, <laughs> whatever order you want. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm look, definitely going to do that right and now. And if anything comes over, like the PA system, of someone's running around with like big corner. Yeah, yeah. We know. Every time. See if I can find one. Yeah. See if you can find your own. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, what a way to finish. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much.
Well, you've just heard Devil's Motion by Stone Ghost. Yeah. Uh, little little double header to start you off. Hopefully you've enjoyed that. Yeah. And again, like I said at the start, if you do enjoy any songs, I'm going to keep repeating this, if you do enjoy any songs, please buy them, go out and support the bands, because if you don't do that, they can't continue. Mm. Very uh, true. Yeah. I had a... A Devil's Motion earlier on. Did you? It was. Uh, it wasn't pleasant. Let me tell you. It was. I think it's those fucking hot, spicy chicken wings from KFC. Jeez, and the uh, the spicy mayo. Fuck. You need it. Wasn't it the last time you had that as well? It's been a few times, hasn't it? The last time you've had that, it's you've had that Devil's Motion. It's it's not pleasant. Like I said, it's just. Uh, oh my god, I feel like my my ass is ruined right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frightened to fart just in case I follow through. You know, it's it's one of those. Oh, you're you're regretting those poppers now, then, aren't you? you know, if it's wide <laughs> if it's wide open and you've got that, mate, you're in deep trouble. Well, the butt plug's currently, you know, keeping it all in check. Oh, that, that explains why that went up there now. It's, you know, <laughs> everything's slowly starting to make sense. I don't sneeze, though. <laughs> Please don't. Be like a fucking cannon from a, a rocket or something, a cannonball. <laughs> and if you sat on it, you'll take off, you know? Was it? <laughs> yeah, just be careful, mate. No. I will. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. <laughs> I might stick in the fingers up there. <laughs> That's it. If it gets to the fist stage, you're definitely in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second band up. Um, a band, again, if you listened to our original Hard Rock Hell show back in November last year, uh, you'd have heard myself and Ramrod talk to these. Chase the Ace. Uh, now, I know, Chris, you listened to the original uh, show that myself and Ramrod went to uh, back in November. Uh and thanks to that, you got into Chase the Ace, didn't you? I did. They were great. Yeah, and you know, they, listening to your interview back then, uh, they just seemed like really nice guys. So actually, getting the chance to meet them was this unscheduled as well? Or would, this, we... Yeah, this was unscheduled. They just like came across to us at the table because they saw us there, and they come across for another chat, which was well, it, it's amazing. Let's be honest. They did. They didn't. They didn't know the fuck I was. But they saw you and they thought, "Oh my god, that's Dave! Dave's <laughs> such a cool guy. Look at him. He interviewed us." I think no. they saw the printed sixty minutes with sort of flyer that I had up. In all honesty, yeah. Um, I'm currently looking at their website, and I tell you what. And, and after having met them now, um, and I'd said to them, and you'll hear it yourself what a pleasure it was actually meeting them in person after having listened to them. Um, their music is awesome and their website you, you know you get the feeling that a, a band is going to be like huge or has the potential to be huge um these guys have got that i think you know they've got the charisma they've got the look they've got obviously got the music um they they're just brilliant they're just like you know they just they've got that kind of like um not prof- professional as in sort of like sold out type of thing going on but they that you know they'd actually got things that they were giving out that looked good do you know what i mean they weren't just on a bit of paper and that's no dis you know disrespect to people who just give people you know their details out on a, on a flyer or whatever but they'd actually got playing cards hadn't they we chased the ace on yeah, them yeah yeah you know it, it, obviously it was an ace playing card they got the um stickers that they were giving out as well yeah um, and and their merchandise looking at their store is, is wicked they've got some fantastic looking t-shirts um you know, and, and again, I'm, I'm going to do it quite a lot, I guess, in this uh, this kind of show. But it, it back going back to my youth, this would have been a band I'd have been fucking well into. Const, you know, that, that I'd have just been 
watching these live all the time and uh didn't get the chance to see them live unfortunately but you know you said it yourself last time and i'll get the impression is that they'd be amazing live to, you know to watch uh just so much energy just se- seem like really kind of like cool guys just um loving life right now you know just in a rock band and the lead, lead singer has got the most amazing smile i have to say it has <laughs> <laughs> yes, hasn't it yeah it's so infectious it is that's the word infectious you know um and in a good way as well not in a bad way but uh, you know just <laughs> really you know, sort of like fun uh enjoying life and that's what the music he comes across as you know just kind of nice rock and roll and like i say that like i say like i know what i'm talking about i don't but you know just kind of really uh catchy melodies and i'm talking bollocks now <laughs> <laughs> and they do they they tore their bollocks off as well they they tore i mean this is you know we're in an age now where bands have got to do this to make some money but they're always on the road um and i can't wait you know hopefully sometime soon hopefully this year mate we'll get to go and watch them live um, because they do tour that often i'm sure they'll come uh, again close to where we are uh, you know and we can watch them together but you're doing such a great job with the segues with the songs mate because you mentioned rock and roll so of course the last time that they were on if you listened to the last show with them we played a couple of songs i'm going to play a couple of different ones for everybody this time and we're going to kick it off um chase the ace and rock bottom bottom ego it's all tying in with you and your bum mate <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna it, always pl- t- it always does it somewhere. always goes to your bottom <laughs> it's we're going to play rock bottom rock and roll <laughs>
great. Listeners to the show obviously will remember that we talked to Chase the Ace uh, November yeah. last year, so we can have a catch up. Good to see you again. Yeah, yeah you too, man. We're back in Wales once yeah. again. Eh? Yeah. How about that? Well, we actually have a few stuff going on in Wales uh, in the upcoming month. Yeah. We have three festivals. This one, but we did two shows. Yesterday we did two shows here. And um, in two weeks, we're going to. Um, we got Seven Seas Festival in South Wales and uh, Easter Weekend of Rock at Kettering. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and now just part of the UK tour that we're on at the moment. Your seventh European tour. Yeah. Yeah, seventh or eighth? It's, it's seven. 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 This way. You guys tour yeah. like mad, don't you? It's brilliant. We try to, yeah, yeah. We try to do as much as we can. Yeah. Last time we talked, we just finished a big tour with uh, Hardcore Superstar and Michael Monroe. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and now yeah. we just finished a two hour headline, headline tour, tour. Uh, in Europe. Yeah, we just got just back did. last week. Uh, we got back from Germany, Belgium, Switzerland, Holland, Italy. Uh, Italy. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, and that's the first show of the UK tour. All the shows went down well, it must have done, sure. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. good yeah, great fun. Yeah. yeah, Some festivals, some uh, venues, it was great. Yeah. We have like a, you know, like fan base, you know, in uh, Belgium and in Germany, oh, and yeah. everyone is coming back, and they know the lyrics, and they all get pissed, and yeah. it's, it's always good fun. <laughs> it's, it's always good, good fun. Yeah, yeah. You know the names already. Well, it, it, it was the same as here last night, you know. Yeah. You, you already know the people, you know, the true rockers, you yeah. know, that yeah. come to all the shows. Because your album, your second album, I don't think it's been out too long, had it? When we last uh, a few months. Yeah, few months. Long. So now I was going to ask, now it's been out for that bit longer and everybody knows the lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. Singing exactly. along. Yeah, 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 I was just talking about that, that it's like it's kind of a special time, like uh, about three months after you release the album, that that's when you really get to uh, know what people think about it. Yeah. If they know the lyrics, they're obviously listening to it. Yeah. And uh, if not, then you're, you need to work on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, last night was amazing because we requested songs and uh, and sang along to some of them. There was this guy that sh- uh, that seen us in Germany last week, two weeks ago. They came to this festival again. He was just so into it. Wow, that's really good. Well, you yeah. gotta find in me as well because I didn't make the last tour and I ran Rod Kane, uh, yeah. the guy with the hat and beard. And um, <laughs> obviously, I listened back to the show, listened to you guys. You sounded so infectious, and you're so enjoying life and enjoying touring and everything else. And the song that you played on on the show was fucking it was awesome. hell yeah that oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, was, that was amazing yeah, yeah that was wicked so it's amazing it's a pleasure to meet you guys thanks yeah, man after awesome. hearing you yeah so yeah it's cool is the pressure now for that third album then is it, are you feeling that up to now I, actually, no, actually I'm really looking forward yeah. to it you know? the, pre- the pressure for me was for the second one because yeah, uh, the, the first one was uh, really good for us you know we, it, we got signed like two months after we started the band and it was it was released like four months after we just started you know and then we've been touring so much in the last two in the last three years oh, yeah. that uh, like the album came, took a second place if you know what I mean yeah. you know and, um, and when, once we got back in the studio and got back to working on it it kind of became a compilation of all the songs for the past uh, two and a half years you know since we released the first one yeah. and um and yeah, it was kind of like because when you're working on songs and for when you have songs that you wrote like two and a half years ago, and now it's time to release them, you don't really know how they sound. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, know? Yeah, you don't yeah, know, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so um, hopefully for the third one, we're gonna like just go in and do the whole thing together as a package. Even though I think it came, it turned out really, really cool, and, and the responses say, say the same. But the pressure was 
you know, was a late speak when it was released. Yeah. It's going to be interesting for the third one because uh, a lot of the songs from the second one was pretty much before Dan joined us. Yeah. So now we're going to write the songs with Dan to begin with. That's also going to be interesting. And hopefully we're going to write the song and record them and release it in the same year. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> no. uh, stretch it out yeah. for two years. And then we know better how, how it sounds. Yeah. Like, so. And with, like you said, with your fan base getting bigger as well now yeah. since the last album came out, does yeah. that put a little bit of pressure on you, you think? Because you've got even more people going, well, waiting for this new music yeah. from yeah, we, we want more. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it pressure, you know. It's more like... Um, kind of a blessing, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm more looking forward to it, you know. It gives us more power, you know, to write more music, yeah. you know, to reach more people, you know, and then... You see these people coming, they, they want more. You know, it's kind of you want to guess, doesn't it? You know, you're thinking, oh, we got more people to sort of please and make happy, yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. sort of more of a challenge. Yeah, yeah, so you, exactly. want, you want to get better, you want to write better songs, you want to, you know, just keep yeah. playing and keep doing what you do. Yeah, it's like I say, you're touring so much, so it's you deserve the fan base because you're putting yourself out there, letting people see you. Because yeah. there's a difference between, you know, you, you listen to the music at home, but then when you come and see a band live, yeah. Yeah. and it Feel just adds, it. Yeah, and, and it, we're it definitely adds a everything. live band, you know, that's, that's, yeah. that's the main thing yeah. for the band. Yeah. You know, like but band. you know, it, it doesn't, I don't know why, but it doesn't feel like we tour that much. <laughs> because <laughs> <don't> we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we do. Because <laughs> you're driving the whole time. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I think I think that's that's another thing for the for the albums as well because we record everything live, and so um, like we try to capture this kind of show like uh, you know like sensation yeah. and bring it on the album. You know, yeah. so uh, we're definitely a live band and we try to do as much as we can to capture it. Can we talk about the live EP or is it a secret? Oh, you can talk about it, yeah. It's a secret, but you can talk about it. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Okay, we won't. But, yeah, for, it's yeah. a scoop, you know, we didn't say about it. Yes. No one knows about it. We just yeah. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go for it, go for it. Okay. So, uh, one of the shows with Hard to Be Superstar, Michael Bonnard, was in Electric uh, <laughs> Ballroom in London. Oh, yeah. And we had uh, the option to record it. So, we said, let's record it, see what happens. Uh, maybe we can use it after and it was one of our best shows at the, in the tour. It was it, there was some kind of a magic in there because London has been our home since we moved in in, in England, you know. And uh, and this particular venue, the Electric Ballroom, before the before the first show in England, the day before the first show in England, we landed here to see uh, the darkness and the Electric Ballroom. And uh, we came in early, especially for, to see that, you know. And I remember, like, we were all standing there at the Electric Ballroom, looking at that stage, looking at, at the band, and saying, "That's what we want," you know. Yes. And two years after we did it, like, and we, we were on that stage, and it was really emotional for us. And uh, I think you can hear it on the on the yes. on the EP. Yeah. Back to to what Arthur said, we were a live band, so we actually. Uh, been able to capture the live show on that recording and it's just it's so amazing I, I've listened to this EP like a hundred times way more than I listen to our uh, studio Excellent. because there's uh, there's this thing that happens on stage it's really difficult to, to to, to have it yeah, in yeah. the studio the connection with the crowd yeah. and, uh, and the feeling on stage you know and the little mistakes that you get from lifting the guitar up in the air yeah. you know? it's an yeah. energy <laughs> thing that you, it's just this yeah. energy thing 
and I'm really looking forward to putting it out and uh, let people, uh, you know, the crowd listen to it. Yes. Hopefully soon, something really yeah, special that about great. it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm even dreaming about recording the third album just live. Just as a show. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. as a show. Yeah. Have, you know, have a, oh, it's a so cool idea, there. actually. Have a lot of people come in. You have, you have a crowd. You have your stage. That's good. It's, it's real. Yeah. And then you just record it. That's a cool man. A cool thing, man. If we do, we have to do it in the electric boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll call hardcore to bring the people. Hardcore yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Martin. Uh, what did you say? Uh, hey, Morty. <laughs> you got any more music videos planned as well? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got uh, two more coming up. Uh, one of them is actually from... Because we recorded uh, the... And the, filmed. And filmed the, the electric, electric boat. Oh, okay. And so uh, we made a video for one of the tracks on the album from that uh, live uh, footage. And uh, that's going to be coming up uh, after. The next one is going to be Dead Man Rocking. That's uh, a kind of cool video. That, that's actually the last video we shot with our previous guitarist before Dan uh, joined. And, uh, and uh, yeah, Bad Seed is the, is the one after that, the single after that. Uh, obviously with Dan in it and, uh, and all of our best friends of the Electric Ballroom, you know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We have the footage too. Yeah, some bits and pieces from the road, you know. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. And have you found it? I'm joining the band, like you know, just is it terrible. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it, man. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be in the band for a while yeah. before they let me. So, uh, yeah, it's always fun, you know. It's uh, I play with other bands as well, but yeah. there's something about playing with these guys live that there's just that little bit extra. Magic. Do you play with other bands? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah fucking uh, Do you really? I didn't know that. <laughs> well, it's, because it's great though because it's been what three, four months since we last spoke. Yeah. yeah, and you've done so much in that time, yeah. and you've got like loads more planned as well. Yeah, so I can't wait. We've got to speak again in November when yeah, we we'll yeah, have a catch up again. Are you coming to Ibiza as well? Oh, no. ah, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. man, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah, wouldn't it be good if we could get across there? We'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll t- we'll definitely talk to you in November. Then the EP could be out. And yeah, hopefully, could be out. let's see. A lot more to talk about by the end. It's so good catching up with you. Awesome. Yeah. Can't Thanks wait to hear that. You're doing really well as well. You deserve it, guys. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks very much. Thanks ever so much. Cheers, thank, thank you. you. Dream became a plan Fed up of all the poles 
Okay, you've just heard Chase the Ace and California. That means that if you have listened to this one and the November Hard Rock Hell show, you've now heard four songs by Chase the Ace for free. So, again, if you've enjoyed them, click buy, go to the website. All the links will be on our website. I'll give all the details at the end of the show. Uh, for all the bands, the, you know, all the social media, uh, the web pages, just click and buy their music. Because um, it's like you were saying at the start, Chris. These are these are just such a great band, and you know, definitely right on my street as well. The type of music that I love. Yeah, yeah, they they are wicked, and like you said, they're just all over the place. Let me look at their tour dates. They they don't hang about. But again, I hate going on about age because you know we'll talk about a band like band later on, which are like they're they're in their sort of like middle age, if you like, and they're just loving life as well. So it doesn't matter about age, but they're at that point in their life where it's it's just it is their life you know that i probably don't know any different uh and i remember uh when you were talking about their history um they're from israel is that right that's right yeah yeah Yeah, and sort of like um you know what was it folk songs and stuff like that you know and religious songs that they kind of grew up with and then sort of like playing this type of music and then living on the road it must be an amazing life you know of um just fun you you know well that's the way it came across with these guys anyway uh they didn't you know sometimes you hear other stories like where people are touring and it's a it's a real sort of like grind and drag and it's it's hard and it's tough well if it is for these guys they didn't fucking show it for one second they just seemed as if they were loving every second of it you know oh yeah they did you know and long may they continue to do so yeah enjoy it enjoy it which they certainly are um band three the first one that we were booked in for uh, a five-piece band from Portsmouth, um, Seething Akira. And again, I'll hold my hand up. Not really familiar with them before I went down. The bands that we were booked in for, I did listen to a few songs. Um, they, these are the band. But, right, I'm going to set the scene. So we're in the sports hall. Uh, we finished talking to Stone Ghost. We finished talking to Chase the Ace. A little bit of time before Seething Akira booked into us. Uh, and then you said to me, didn't you, mate, oh, do you fancy a coffee? Because, you know, they've got, you know, coffee you could make yourself a drink there so yeah okay you went off and you went to make a coffee uh, and seething akira came you know across a little bit earlier they'd finished one interview a little bit earlier came across said, oh, can we start now so yeah no problem sat down they were loaded up with cans of beer so the first thing they said do you want a beer do you want a beer you know they handed me a can of budweiser i said oh yeah well, thanks very much i said oh i said um like you know i've got chris with me he's just across getting a coffee and that uh, oh here's a beer for him <laughs> so you you come back with two coffees in your hand to see like two beers on the table in front of where we're sitting too, don't you? It, it was like fuck the coffee, let's get a beer. It was <laughs> it was it was about half one in the afternoon, and I, I'm not adverse to having a drink in the afternoon at all. But you know we were there to kind of do a job, I guess. So you don't want to get pissed or whatever. But these guys were on it. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Uh, I think they they were sort of uh, well, they got bottles of blue W. KD and uh, like you said, bottles of bud and uh, bottles of bud, cans of bud, uh, and th- they were just having such a great time. And like I've gone back and uh, you know sort of watched some of their stuff, and we talked to them about you know one of their songs, uh, which you, you know uh, I think you're probably going to play. Uh, and, and you talk telling me about it at the time, saying what a great video it is, you know, and it's called uh, the song's called Airstrike, mm-hmm. and I've watched it and. I'd highly recommend people go and watch that that video to get to give you some kind of vibe about this band. You know, they 
they were so funny to talk to. And you'll listen, they were taking the piss out of each other, um, t- t- taking the piss out of uh, one of the band members. <laughs> yeah, uh, with, with a lot of dick talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like, you know, said, it's like this thing, that, that kind of Jane Silent Bob vibe about them you know lots of dick and and jokes and fart jokes and everything else and uh just enjoying themselves you know said earlier on they showed us a picture didn't they that uh i think it was the guitarist he was posing with his just his pants and you know on by the sea with his guitar now and it was fucking freezing but you know (laughs) he just got his pants on that's kind of band you know we're sort of talking about but this this um video for airstrike is wicked it's got that sort of like it takes the piss out a little bit about sort of uh, boxing and mma um as these guys took to rocking up in their lycra and and, they, and we talked to them about that in and they said like they had a good time filming it uh yeah they, they were great really good and they've got this, look that kind of um because they sort of like um grew up with the new metal if you like, like music of uh, limp biscuit and lincoln park and uh, so they were talking about them as their influences, and you can see that in their music as well. But uh, you know, also the sort of cultural references, you know, in terms of video games. Um, I'm sure that in the video, there's a little tribute to um, to Eddie Honda uh, or E Honda from Street Fighter, because <laughs> like there's a hundred hand slap kind of thing going on, which is cool. So yeah, really fun guys. You know, uh, I t- totally recommend check them out. Yeah, definitely. If you go to the website again, go to our website, and the links to their website will be on there. Uh, and on the homepage, there's a great photograph of them uh, leaning against a car, all having a cup of tea. Mm. Um, but it's just their expressions on the faces. It just it sums up the band and the fun, uh, the, the fun vibe that got, like you said, you know, when you watch the video for Airstrike, and that you know they are just a really fun band that are having a great time doing what they do, and it comes through in the music. And and you're three for three, mate, with the segues, with the songs. Oh, oh because I've already got it ready, queued up. We're going to go into Seething Akira and Airstrike.
may as well start recording as we start drinking beer. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Seath and Akira. Hello. 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 Now, I'm expecting a laugh here because I know you guys are fun bands. I watched the airstrike video. Oh, right. Did you like his pink? I love the pink outfit. It was a nice pink outfit. It chafed. Proper chafed. Did it? Honestly. How long did it take to recover after that video? What? It took ages to take off. Yeah, it was was stuck up there for some time. I went next level, got mine custom built. I pulled it out. Custom built. Built to fit. What, you sewed it? No, I bought it. They asked for every measurement of a little steam. It was just a leotard. What's the story behind that then for, for that particular video? You've got How a lot of friends about? in that yeah. I, have a, I have a friend that owns a gym, a mixed martial arts gym. So the idea sort of came about where we know a lot of fighters, if we dressed as like WWF or WWE, whatever we want to call it. Cheesy wrestlers. Yeah, cheesy yeah. wrestlers, complete wusses sort of thing. Actually against uh-huh. real, real MMA fighters. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, so, so it was quite easy to pull together. Uh, and we wanted to dance around in our skinnies. So, <laughs> Why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Any excuse, isn't it? We're all fans of wrestling as well, to be fair with me. So yeah, like, we're exactly. Definitely. We didn't have any other big fingers, though, did we? No, no yeah. No, <laughs> the cross one was something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tell us a bit about the history of the band then. When did you get together? So it's probably June 2009, originally, me and this chap paired up. Charlie had already been writing a bit of music and I met him for a friend of a friend. And then on the long way, we sort of picked up these stragglers who we fill in the other parts. Dirty stragglers. Um, yeah, it's been a lot, a few lineup changes sort of on route. We've changed our style dramatically since we first started. And here we are, seven odd years later, drinking beers with you chaps. Nice, it's awesome. But Hammerfest. Yeah. yeah. First time here? Yeah, it is, yeah, it is. Yeah. What was the trip here like? I've been talking to a lot of bands and they've been shitting Kick themselves rubbish. on the road. Yeah. Lots, yeah. lots of country roads. Long yeah. and curly. Yeah. And there's some proper drop-offs on like mountain sides, which were quite frightening, weren't they? We had someone who scared of heights in the van as well. Ooh. So she was bricking it. Like, <laughs> so we were just pushing her face against the window. Like, <laughs> because we love her. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was driving down. Defeat your fear! Sorry, the snow looks nice. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was like that. It's like you're on a plane at times. If you look straight forward, it's up to the 747. So you said this, your style's changed then over the years? Yeah, we well, we we did adopt a bit of the dubstep feel, and that was a thing. And then uh, we picked up a live drummer for the first couple of years, we didn't have one. Yeah. Just then they just uplifted everything. And uh, Dick is quite new, and Harvey's just a bit of a bitch, really. Yeah, just kind of here now, so yeah, yeah. Bad, bad bitch. Yeah. Just follow them around. Very much, yeah. I love the way I say bad bitch, and you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just completely accepting. Yeah, it's been like, so long now, but it's just fuck well, you know? Yeah. Let them do what they want. I'm just destroyed. Yeah. I don't find it anymore. We actually, we actually started off like with the idea of sort of electronic influences with new metal, and I'm not fucking ashamed of that because no, that, that was metal, what we were yeah. sort of looking at doing. But then it became more trying to create something that was more our our yeah. own sound, yeah. you know. Like, and I know every every fucking band says that, but I guess every band is trying to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we've tried to do. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. And that was massive at one point, wasn't it? I mean, you know, got say Lincoln Park kind of kicked a lot of that stuff off and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Talked to a band earlier on, wasn't they? I said that was one of their influences, probably. Yeah. That's what they listened to when they were kids, you know. Yeah, yeah. huge, huge, huge influences. Hybrid theory, I think. Lincoln Park is definitely oh, huge, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but we, we had like um, we had quite a, a love for hip hop as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and and what kind of fit well was like sort of the Rage Against Machine sort of shouty vocals, you know, like rap over what we were doing yeah. with a bit of electronic. Kind of felt a bit more like our own. And rap was yeah. sort of late in my life. I was always a metal kid growing up. Yeah. Like, yeah. You were you were like a goth. cradle of filth. I make up up. I like, did all of that. Right. And then later as I grew up, I got a bit of hip hop in my life as well. And it's just sort of. I had a real love for the new metal, and I think that's almost what sprung that to be yeah. towards hip hop. And then I met this chap, and here we are. Going on from then, though, with the music, one of the questions I've been asking every band, and it's a tricky one though. New listeners, never heard any of your music. If you could only give two tracks <laughs> to give them a flavour of what you like, what would they be, and would it be alright to play them on the show? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd probably go Airstrike and Paralyzed. Airstrike and Paralyzed? I would I'll go firepower. Uh, firepower and airstrike. Because you've got the party aspect, if you like, that we. The party aspect. The party aspect. <laughs> a bit of energy. Yeah, fun, true, true. Different on the quirkiness, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll go with it. Yeah, I'm with you. What's your right, amicable? Is that bad? Yeah, fight over it. Dick, it's a democracy. Dick, what do you think? For a start, my name isn't Dick. They're saying that you're winding me up, and the hope is going to gain traction. So I'm, I'm trying not to remark on it because if I do, they're going to keep on saying it. What's your? So Dick. What's, what's what your? <laughs> what's your? What's your? Your name, like your official name? My official name, uh, uh, Spud or Richard? Spud. Richard, Spud. Richard right? Richard. Richard. Therefore. Richard. Therefore. <laughs> we're going. New band, new era. Oh, we're going. Dick. Going Dick. Senior Cure is going Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Bowl, all caps. We love Dick. <laughs> we're, we're new to Dick, the but new we love Dick, it. But I brought Dick in their lives, and they seem very accepting of it. Bring a bit of Dick. Let's face it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We we rub Dick. Sometimes Dick's all you need. Exactly. Yeah. And when you get off stage and we have wet dick, it's even better. <laughs> There's nothing better than sweaty dick. Yeah. Dry dick is chafes. Angry dick. Don't want Your evening will go down here if you get to meet angry dick. <laughs> you don't lose your head, do you? Let's face it. Grab a word up. You can see a whole concept of the dick, I think. <laughs> what was that an original question? <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your sort of like... You know, what would you say? You've got to listen to this to get the vibe of, of our band. I would go personally for me. It's uh, probably Paralyzed and Airstrike. Airstrike again has that high tempo, bit of a party aspect to it. And again, if you see the video, it's got there's like a, a good sort of like a, like a humour to it. Oh, totally, yeah. A total lack of pretension. And then you get something like Paralyzed, which is maybe again it's a little bit more again with the video, it's a bit more party-ish, but it has like a probably a deeper aspect to it as well. And they're both just banging tunes. I don't normally use the word banging tunes. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> but in this this small context, I would refer to them as banging apostrophe tunes. I mean, it's fucking banging me. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's banging, says Dick. Yeah. Dick says banging. banging. Dick says yeah. Can we uh, can we now ask Harvey a question? Because I'm feeling he's left out now. Like, and then we're all done, aren't we? Like, right can I, can, I ask, can I be the interviewer? Yeah. Harvey, um, you wear your cap back to front notoriously through all these gigs that we've been watching you. Um, why? It's a new thing. 
only been like two. Yeah. That's why we don't talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is, I thought you were just going to give me like an interesting oh, question. No, I'm sorry. I was expecting something a bit more. Do you like men? <laughs> Do you like dick? Because <laughs> <laughs> dick likes you. That okay. joke is never getting old. Are you guys these lost a bit of girth? <laughs> <laughs> I have lost a little bit of girth. Yeah, skinny dick. Yeah. Skinny dick. Yeah. Skinny dick. No one likes a choke. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just satisfied. Oh, man. Yeah, so we don't take ourselves too seriously. <laughs> so now you're the type of band this question's perfect for. Road stories. Wow. One question I've been asking every band. Okay, so I remember 15 minutes ago I took my clothes off and stood on the Spot has one. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Like, I've, I've only been in like, the band for like, this is my fourth gig, so I haven't been in very long, right? And the very first very first show, we're in Banbury, and it was going really well, and we're like, we, we must have like, said to each other, I love you, bro. No, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. Like a million times. And we're in Papa John's, and there's this drink going, <laughs> passed out on the floor. And it's like, this isn't going where you think it's going to go. And so, 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 I, so I go, oh, damn, she's. Yeah, I want, so are you okay? So Bear in mind, we are all well, laughing. Uh, yeah. Right, so, 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 uh, we, I recognise her from the gig. Like, like faces on the yeah, mat, in it? Like, and, uh, and she's just hysterical with tears, and she's obviously drunk as fuck, and she's just... Got, so we're like, hey, are you okay? And I make eye contact with her, like, and for that brief second, her eyes focus on me, and she kicks me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> True story. In a proper job. Yeah, and, yeah. And the moment that happens, because it, it was like a chun on crack, right? Yeah. She, she, she was like, no! Yeah, fuck off! <laughs> and he was like, oh. he, he just like turned around. No, and then the man going from so helpful to yeah, he was this within a split second. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so to think, one one of your first gigs that you got Chun Li, yeah, by, by by a fucking crackhead a in crackhead Papa John's, who <laughs> couldn't get out the door. They actually called the police. The police set up and like tried to deal with us. And they looked at us with faintly accusing stares. <laughs> I was going, I just wanted a cheeky smile. She well, kicked me! She well funny she this. Like, she kicked yeah. Dick straight in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dick. So, yeah, so that's... Yeah. So you thought this is going to be normal life on the road? It's developed like that way, yeah. actually, yeah. It's pretty much just been a sort of a median point, really. Yeah, good. What about uh, new material, albums and so on? What's happening? There, there's some stuff coming. Uh, we can't go into too much detail, but there's an album we're working on. So you just went into yeah, detail. Not too much detail, just a tad of detail. There's an album coming. Yeah. You've said, you've said <laughs> it loads of times. There is, there is an album coming. coming. Can't like. There'll be something released soon. It's top secret. Few we, we, we have some very, very, very shortly. Yeah. We'd love to say now, but very, very shortly, something rather good is happening. Okay. We'd love to say now. We'll come. Yeah, we'll come. No problem. So keep an eye on social media. Yes. yes. Twitter, yeah, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. All that Bebo, you know, all the Akira. Red <laughs> Tube for My Dick. MySpace, <laughs> <laughs> all the usual. Yeah, MySpace, <laughs> Bebo. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll put the link on the website to this episode. All the links will be on there. The way that, you know, you can find and follow what you're doing. And obviously, we'll keep them updated on everything that you do for this secret thing that's secret thing that's going to happen in a few months. We can't just say it. We're we we talking about it. Put it that way. Uh, it's the yeah, biggest thing sorry. we've ever had to announce. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, yeah. tease the listeners. Tease them. Tease them. Yeah, that's okay. true. Actually, uh, something's coming, and it's not Dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Dick's already came, yeah. isn't he? 
I should be asleep in bed now. <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's, yeah. <laughs> Where's my cigar? So that dick thing's not going away. <laughs> You're basically the Jay and Silent Bob of sort of bands, I guess. Isn't that? Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's, that's cool. I'll go with that. You've got backwards cap. Like, yeah. Silent Bob. It's my hat. Just a hat. <laughs> if you just, think. Just, just a hat. Sometimes it's a top hat. What, what are the next few gigs you've got then after here? Oh, we're so playing a charity gig on the 19th. Uh, yes, uh, so next March. Saturday, yeah. near 19th of March. And then we have a little bit of a gap. That's in the Hobbit. That's in Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, isn't it? We have a gig, could be anywhere. Not even much. Promo, we're not going to screw We have a gig, come. <laughs> Free entry, not you, um, <laughs> No, actually, I do want you to come. Too late, too late. Yeah, don't not come. Uh, but... Uh, then, then we have we have a little bit of a gap, uh, and then we we go to Belgium to play a little festival called Six K Fest. When is that? August twenty eighth. August the twenty eighth. We'll probably take some bits up here and there, just keep checking the social media. We can't help it. We said we're gonna write an album. We're meant to yeah, be. We just keep taking gigs. So. Yeah, yeah. so there might be more stuff coming, but at the moment they're pretty you much. Can't complain with that though. If you get in work, you go. And you oh get yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, so, that's why we keep taking them. We love yeah, gigging. Yeah. So. It keeps it, 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 it keeps <laughs> proper LEG keeps it real, doesn't it? Banging tunes, banging tunes keeps it real. God, it's so not bad. And I'm drinking Smirnoff Ice. It's fucking amazing. You're not alone, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Rob. Cheers. Well, thanks very much, guys. Yeah, yeah, Dave, well, thank you. We'll, thank we'll you keep updated on everything that you do and let everybody else know. Absolutely. I'm sure after listening to this, they'll want to keep updated on everything. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, they can ne- never get enough dick to start. <laughs> exactly. Nobody can. And we'll make sure listeners know that nobody can. I'm going to show them the photo as well. <laughs> I'm not because my phone's off anyway there's a promo shot do you know what I'm going to do I'm going to turn my phone on for you just for us I don't know if you want to wait for. you probably don't want to wait I might have it um, have you got it yet oh it's loading because I've got potato signal it's going to take a year you'll get no signal in here it's just the wastelands it it feels like we're on fucking Pluto or something with a signal we'll put a promo shot up on social media and then check that out on yeah. our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook we'll do yeah. and I'll see it everywhere yeah. we're Brilliant. busy we just took a photo just now it's a special photo alright then I look forward to that <laughs> thank you very much thank you so much it's a pleasure cheers mate thanks very much
Paralyzed. Um, again, hopefully you've enjoyed both of those. Uh, great band to talk to. We had a great time, and yeah, it was it was the first beer of the day for us. Thanks to Seething Akira. Yeah, awesome what, guys. Yeah, wasn't the last beer of the day though, was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't the last substance that that liquid that passed through my lips. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's various other ones that happened. <laughs> That's either. That's either got like listeners intrigued, or we've just lost virtually everybody. They've pressed stop. <laughs> <laughs> if they've listened to us by now, fucking hell, they know what we're like. Yeah, come on, they've got to be used to us by now, surely. Of they have. Yeah. Um, next up, um, Derision. Again, a band I I wasn't really aware of at all. Um, come and had a chat. Um, guys that have been out there for a while been into the music for quite a while still doing what they love um and again you do during the course of the days and going back to the original hard rock hell back in november it, it's another one of the great things as well as discovering new music is you know you're talking to um i don't want to use the word kids but you know as you get older you can say that about anybody really yeah <laughs> but you know you get sort of you know late teens into the 20s but then you're getting people that either have been doing it for years and you know into in the 40s and in the 50s and beyond or even bands you know that are starting up and they're in the 30s 40s and 50s and that so it's great to see as well as um the different genres of music that you listen to at hard rock hell uh the age range of the bands, the age range of uh, everybody that goes there. And again, that's one of the exciting things. You know, we, we were talking to people one minute, you're talking to somebody that's, you know, like 21, the next, you're talking to somebody that's 20, 30 years older, and then you're back to somebody else. But again, each and every one of them has got this, the passion for the music that they do. And I think that's the one thing, and I've said it a few times over these three shows, is that's the, the main sort of thread through everybody is the passion for the music that they've got. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are really cool. Like, you know, say, uh, just laid back, you know, uh, in terms of, 
you could tell that they've been there or seen, seen there and seen it and done it, you know, and the lead singer was uh, was just like you said, really kind of chilled out and uh, happy to answer all our questions. And, um, oh, God, shall I go – see if I can go full four with this. This is totally unplanned, by the way. Go on, then. Let's see, see if you got, can do it. Okay, so I've gone back and uh, since then listened to um, The Ancients by them, uh, which is a cool video as well. You know, it's very mean and moody. Again, it's not the typical, it's not the type of music that I would uh, usually listen to, like, you know, um, again, but saying that, I really liked it. And what I really liked was, particularly with this song, that it is a heavy song, you know, uh, it is very shouty, but then in the middle of the track, it's also very melodic and I like the way that it mixes all that, that stuff up. Um, so, and then it obviously goes back and, uh, it, it, it's very cool. Yeah. I, I said really nice guys. And I'm sure everybody now that's listening to this is thinking, has Chris gone four for four on guessing the first song that you'd already got queued up to play. So <sighs> building up the tension. You fucker, yes you have. <laughs> it is. So let's go straight into it. Derision and the ancients. Oh! 
this not camera? This is just radio, yeah. Just radio, yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Just audio with this. I'm going to do radio too, naked, so. Um, <laughs> get comfortable, it's fine. I can film it if you want. Yeah. Especially if I take clothes off. Uh, <laughs> not with a nom in the house. <laughs> Got any Thursday? Nice. Okay, go on. Derision. Derision. Uh, watched one of your videos the other night, and I watched. I watched. Actually, I watched an interview with you before, and you were telling the story about oh, you were too keen about songs with zombies. Oh, and yeah. then you did the video with the zombies, which is a cracking video, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. So that's quite old, man. That yeah, well, I wasn't yeah. even in it. No, he wasn't <laughs> even in it. He's not even in the video. Yeah. Tell the listeners a little bit about the band. How how you formed? When you formed? Uh, Direction Rare. formed 2009. Uh, basically, it was me and uh, the crew got together, who's sadly not in the band anymore. Uh, yeah, we released uh, we released a, a, an EP in the beginning, a full track EP, uh, but really didn't get any. You know, we didn't. Not many people got it basically. Yeah. Uh, so then we started working on uh, our debut album, which was. Uh, Ancient 2012, and then off the back end of that, we got a bit of PR company in and we played Bloodstock. Um, yeah, we played here a couple of years ago, it was two years ago, with you. Yeah, that was one of my, that was one of my first gigs, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah uh, I, gigs, I joined about a month before the Bloodstock gig, yeah. so uh, a lot to learn in a short amount of time, and uh, it turned up and oh, it was a good, good gig. And we also did another video prior to uh, Predation, which was uh, The Ancients. Again, he's not in it. Yeah, I've seen it. I watched that one as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah, it's one of our early stuff. Uh, we don't. We also did an EP, but uh, off the back end of that, uh, we was having a few problems within the band members. That's why a few are not here. And, uh, but we're basically waiting now to go in and start writing some new material okay. for an album. I think virtually every band that we've talked to over the last couple of days has gone through, like most bands do, you know, all different band members yeah, and that. Yeah. It must be tough, you know, what it's happening. It's, and, you it's, know. Uh, personally, I don't like it, you know what I mean, because obviously certain members of the band get their own people who like it, you know, there's people who like it, there's people who probably don't if, like it. Everyone likes me. But <laughs> I don't. Well, yeah, okay. Has anyone outside the band? All right, okay. But, uh, yeah, it is hard, and, uh, but... Don't get me wrong, I mean, you meet new people, you know, and uh, I met a scouser, you know. One that you kind of tolerate, yeah? <laughs> one that I can tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the few, is it? <laughs> no, I'm only joking, I'm nothing against scouser. <laughs> I love the way you leaned into the mic when you said <laughs> Just that. Almost as if you're in court or something. Like scousers <laughs> are awesome. <laughs> trial. Especially ones that make riffs. <laughs> Do you make riffs? I play bass. All oh, right, <laughs> forget about it. Then. <laughs> so you're in the throes of like getting a new album, putting the we, pieces together for it. Then yeah, we started to write. We started to write now. Yeah, uh, probably not going to be much going on at the gigs. No, if, if any opportunities come come up, because the logistics, because we were all sort of working full time and all you know, that, the logistics of sorting a gig out, it kind of interrupts the writing process. You've got to like, you know practice to gig, sta- gig standards because if you've supposed to be writing for a bit you kind of lose your live edge for a bit yeah. so it's yeah. the logistics of getting everyone together to write and practice it's sometimes not feasible so we might go dark for a bit and uh, come back with some new stuff but we shall see yeah we hope it's going to uh, pummel as well because you know uh, off our last EP that we did 
got a few issues with it. Uh, you know, it probably in my eyes, I'm not speaking for everybody in the band, but uh, you know, we could have done better. Well, but, but, but it was 100% DIY effort. We didn't go externally to yeah. for anything, anything. So you know, it, it, yeah. showed, it showed what we were able to do ourselves. Yeah. I mean, the the. Uh, video for the agents was uh, mixed and mastered by uh, Justin uh, Justin Native uh, I can't use your words I, I, I haven't got a clue no. <laughs> that's it, that's it, next one Justin sorry Justin <laughs> <laughs> Justin yeah Justin was a great guy so, he was so, also a farmer sounds like, so, so like he's dead with, oh, Justin was great yeah, yeah. I can't remember the band he was in yeah. oh, sixth sixth Oh, that Justin! Yes, that Justin. Ah, yeah. That one. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah sorry. He mixed and mastered and uh, did a brilliant job. And uh, like I said, I think uh, it's time to bring an, uh, a pummeling new album out to uh, get people excited. Yeah, to get started again. Yeah. 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 So you guys live all close to each other? Um, or are you... Well, I'm I'm from Liverpool. I'm from Liverpool. He's a scouser. I'm a pie eater. Right. <laughs> and then we've got them. What what do you call people from Bolton? Scum. Scum. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Pie eaters, scousers, and scum. Yeah. yeah. Basically, Bolton, Wigan, and Liverpool, that's where we're from. Yeah. yeah. So it's tricky to get you all together. Like oh. You mentioned you were full time as well. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you know, that's just life. Isn't it? I yeah. mean, our guitarist just had a baby, so he's been spending the last few months, you know, wiping asses yeah. and yeah. things that you do. <laughs> I'm all right, mine's 19, so I don't need to wipe her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Will be there ten to wipe your ass soon. Though. Well, yes, you will be wiping my ass now. So, what is it then? You've got. How does the process go from with what you're doing now? Is that you're working and you're trying to do an album? How do you sort of piece it together with putting songs together? Do you go lyrics, riffs, or no, just duels? Riffs. Just riffs. riffs. It starts with riffs. Yeah. Riffs, and then everything just builds. Builds. Everything's built around the rest. I get, I get the, 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 the blueprints of a few riffs and I play some bass over it. Yeah. I think we just all kind of do our stuff in isolation and then bring bring everything to the table. So it's a collaborative effort, but we kind of do it in isolation and then when we're together we go, oh, you could do that bit there or we can play that bit an extra time. So, But it's hard, it's hard because it's, we're not all close together. It's not like we can feasible to like pop over and jam things out. Yeah, We've yeah. got to all come, come together or not at all, really. So I'm sure there's more effective ways to do it if we had unlimited time and... You know, unlimited availability, but life doesn't do that. You know, at the end of the day, doing this is a is a hobby and a passion, a passion of ours. Yeah. But you know, paying the bills and feeding your, your family. Well, that's it. Again, first. a few bands we've talked to have gone down the DIY route and you know, put out EPs and stuff that they put together. Because it's not it's not like it was back in the day. You know, record companies always a few million pound advance. Go, you know, spend a few months making an album. Yeah, when that, we was young. Yeah, those days are gone, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah, they're definitely gone. I mean, it's nothing wrong with DIY. It's great. You know what I mean? They've got all the equipment. They can do it now. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's an easy thing. I mean, to be honest with you, we've done like bits and bats. We've done both. We've done. You know, we've got PR companies, companies in when we did Bloodstock. You know, we then we've done stuff on our own. Uh, I think we got uh, it mastered at Palace Studios. You know. Works. Uh, so yeah, we've had di- different things. I think Predation, the actual uh, it, uh, video, I think it was mixed and mastered by. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this, but the guy did. Uh, I think it was Public Enemy. Yeah. Public oh, Enemies, wow. uh, which obviously weren't nothing like that. But, uh, 
So there you go. So when you listen to Predation again, you can think, public enemy. Yeah. So it's nothing for me like it. Yeah. <laughs> should, should wear a massive clock just as a shout yes, back to that? Yeah. Flavor, flavor. <laughs> I mean, that leads on to one of the questions we've been asking every band is if you can pick two songs for listeners that, to give them a taste of what Derision's like. What two songs would you pick and can we play them on the show? It would be definitely The Ancients because, I mean, well, we play that all the time. Yeah. Everyone, I, I, it was our first release, our first video yeah. release. first video release cost us uh, £1,000. We did it in uh, Salford in Manchester in some cribs. Uh, cracking day out. Yes. I, I do like main videos. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's great fun. The second video cost us three grand. Well, that was basically because, and that was cheap, though, because uh, we got Sam, Sam Agnew, she come down from uh, London, she does a lot of, uh, you know, stuff for TV, and, uh, yeah. you know, I think she did once uh, a training video for health and safety in the army, well, whether you can have health and safety in the army, <laughs> uh, but ba- yeah. well, basically she did the no legs, you know what I mean, so, yeah. and she did all the zombie makeup, and, yeah, that video was actually shot in a, a form like um, mental hospital in Liverpool. Yeah, I it? actually, I've actually driven yeah. past it, but I'm he, he was in it. Yeah, that's that's what what you yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I live not far from there, and they went and did a video that I didn't even know about until like, after I joined. Ah well, yeah, we've done nothing since you've joined. This face isn't ready to be on a video yet. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. but you, you played that first time. That was good. That was good. And you're gonna play it again. So it's if, if if I don't collapse, if you don't fall from, over. I would, I'm a nun, I'd be the bummer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine then, you're safe. For the Reverend Thursday, me and all my mates, we went dressed out as nuns for the night and things got very silly. Very heavy metal behaviour, you know. Just check our videos, eh? Predation and uh, the Ancients. Yeah. Stuff, stuff, all, all, the, all the stuff's on Spotify and all the, those kind of services. I don't and, think we're on Spotify anymore. If you want to down, if, uh, I think uh, you can buy our album uh, if you visit our website. Yeah, we've got a website, haven't we? www.derisionband.com. Check it out. Go in there. You can get some beanies and some t-shirts and all that shit. Like it's merch and t- it's touring and merch, though, isn't it? Where it's got to be where the majority of the income comes. Bands is going, it? doesn't it? Yeah. With in, the way in, that income is going. Income. We have outgoings. Yeah, outgoings. Is that where outgoings? Yeah. Making but, the merch. Yeah. But, but bands are money sinks. You know, it's, uh, but basically, we're being ripped off by our singer. You see, because, uh, so, not singer. the singer. That's the singer. singer. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he, by the guitarist yeah. because basically he owns his own. Uh, <laughs> he owns his own uh, outlet called Devilor. Uh, Been ripped off. He does a lot of uh, you know t-shirts. We played with uh, Def Angel last year. Uh, Wolverhampton, he does signature t-shirts for guitarists in Death Angel, he's got you know, loads of other stuff coming up, blah, blah, blah. so yeah, he's taking all our revenue while we <laughs> spend, spend <laughs> sweat and spend all this shit, you know, spend it on Star Wars figures and yeah. prostitutes, hookie <laughs> 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 prostitutes, yeah, having babies. prostitutes dressed up as Star Wars figures, yeah, yeah. yeah. can't beat it, talking about dressing up as nuns, leads us on to that second oh, question, where's this going, okay. <laughs> it could go anywhere. The other question we've been asking every band is about road stories. Anything, has anything happened weird, funny, strange when you've been on the road? You know, because we say, you know, as fans of bands, we see nine to five, we see bands out on the road. Weird shit must happen. Nothing like, nothing, nothing like um, you know, 
Aussie biting the head off a bat. So just general. You bit the head off a kebab, didn't you? Oh, it's a box kebab. <laughs> Sauce everywhere. Was it alive when yeah. you bit into it? And that was but it. no, just 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 general. I don't know. It's like there's no sort of like you know, amazing legendary. It's just like the sort of have a party, have a laugh, play a good gig, and meet cool people. That's that's what it's all, all about. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. Um, but as soon as I do have, have any amazing anecdotes where you know I wake up on the beach wearing nothing but a, a towel, you know, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, we did have a good time in there. We played uh, a Sophie uh, festival in Manchester about three months, four months ago. So, oh, uh, yes. Sophie Lancaster. And uh, so we decided, you know what, fuck it, this weekend we're going to party. And uh, so we booked some youth hostel rooms, you know, with about 60 other people. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. I have to walk from one side of Manchester to the other because we weren't entirely sure where this hostel was. I, I think I, I, went, I went to bed about four o'clock, got up at five, couldn't be asked to wait for him sober up, so I went to catch the train about seven o'clock in the morning. They weren't running. I ended up catching a fucking buzz. You know, I think you got home before me then. Where's Tony? It's like, I got a message, oh, I'm home now. And I'm like, what? His bed was empty. She's like, must have gone for a ciggy, back to sleep. Yeah. I had, a, I had a female, nothing against females by the way, because I'm married to one, but <laughs> she was rustling her bag for about three hours. Oh, I think she's one next to me. Women in plastic bags. Well, yeah, there's loads of people getting up for like your know, flights or yeah. whatever, or on the travel or whatever. So I just thought, I might as well just like, just walk home. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's I was just generally comatose, I was in no state to drive. No. I couldn't get a train back. <laughs> yeah. So what's your plans after here then? Uh, go drink, home, go to bed. Drink, home bed. Drink, 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 drink. Play gig. Drink, 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 drink. Drive home, sleep. Good. Sounds like a plan. Does sound like yeah, a plan. basically, we're like I said, we've got uh, no gigs in the pipeline. Uh, sitting in, writing new stuff. Yeah. Uh, Want to write something good? You know what I mean? It's uh, so, yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not busy. Well, all the links of how to follow you will be on our web page. Yeah. So uh, everybody listening to this can keep up to date with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. On www. And I'm also doing a side project as well in another band called Godshape Devil. They probably won't like me saying this. <laughs> Check them out. Godshape Devil. It's not like derision, but you know, who gives a shit. Take it. That's a great way to finish it. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Cheers.
Okay, you've just heard Derision and Predation. Uh, another heavy song, another uh, videos as well. I'll do uh, on our webpage, which I'll give the links to, of course, at the end of the show. Uh, I'll, uh, like I've done with the first two shows, there'll be the links to all the social media, and there'll also be a video from each band up on there as well that you can watch. Uh, and there is some great videos across all the bands, so please go to the website and have a look at the videos too. Next up, um, band... Teenage Casket Company. Now, if you're a long-time listener to 60 Minutes With, uh, hopefully you'd have heard my interview show with Rob Wilde, who's the uh, lead vocalist of Teenage Casket Company. He's also the lead vocalist of uh, Tiger Tales as well, who we saw uh, in Wolverhampton when uh, Rob was not the singer. That's you know, going back, is it one year ago, two years ago when we saw them now? Oh, it's probably two, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah, in the Slade rooms, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Um, I'm gutted as well because um, Tiger Tales are playing the Tivoli up here in North Wales on April the 22nd, if I remember rightly. And I promised my daughter like months and months and months and months ago um, that I would drive her and her mate to Manchester to the MEN to see Five Seconds of Summer. And I got tickets for them and everything. And yeah, it's on the same date that Tiger Tales are playing. Oh, <laughs> I, can't, oh. I couldn't believe it when Rocky announced the date that Tiger Tales were playing the Tiv on that day. And then, no, I promised my daughter months ago that I'd take her there, so I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss Rob there, unfortunately. Oh dear, who the fuck is Five Seconds of Summer anyway? I did some boy band, probably. I don't know. I won't oh. be watching them. I'm taking her and a mate, and then I'm going to do the dad thing of I'll probably go and watch a movie in Manchester and then bring them back. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, what a blow! Oh, I know. Can't believe it. Bloody the odds of that happening. And uh, well, Tiger's Tiger Tales. Um, obviously, I, that was the first time I'd been introduced to them. And again, because you've interviewed them before, um, was it? For, it was for Eighties Picture House. I think it was. It? Yeah. It, yeah. Um, talked to uh, Matt and Jay. Yeah, and so that kind of got me into it, and obviously I think that followed the followed the gig after that. Um, but the, uh, t- uh, t- Teenage Casket Company were mentioned in that interview, if I remember rightly. They were, yeah. Uh, and I seem to think as well that they, uh, not poke fun, but they weren't sure where the name came from. It just kind of sounded cool, uh, if I remember rightly. I could be making that up. But um, actually then getting the opportunity to meet them in person, and again – having sort of gone and listened to a, a song of theirs. Um, these guys are fucking awesome. I have to say, they were one of the coolest interviews that we did that day. You know, I don't want to pick one out of the other because everybody was really cool. But these guys were awesome. You know, I sat next to the, the bassist. Uh, he was awesome. You know, he just got that look about him of a bit of a rock star, you know, with the hair, the uh the sort of the beard, you know, the the leather, the jacket and uh just a, like just kind of cool like um answering questions and then rob himself again he's got that look about him as well, you know, he he kind of lived it, lives this life, you know, with the long hair and the 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 t-shirt with no arms and the the trainers and the, you know the tight uh, jeans and the tight, tight trousers and everything else and then you've got another guitarist and they all kind of got a bit of a different contrasting look you know there's sort of the other guitarist who's um quite a if you like um he got short hair you know got some uh big guns uh you know he's got some 
sort of big muscles, but again, nice guy. Uh, he looked quite young, you know, compared to all the other band members. And then you got the drummer, who was quite quiet, didn't say much, with just like a beanie hat and glasses. It's almost like they're just kind of um, like this perfect storm of different people, you know, they just seem to fit together really nicely, just really cool. Having then gone back and listened to some of the music, I mean, obviously with um, Rob and Tiger Tales, I, I really like Tiger Tales and I've gone out and got their album since then. Mm. Um, but they've got a really fantastic sound, really melodic, you know, but um, rocky at the same time. Uh, I'd love to see these guys live, but they were playing whilst we were interviewing, I think. They were going to be doing yeah, a stage yeah. after that, so we didn't get a chance to see them. But I would like to see these guys live because they were awesome. Um and the song I listened to, let's see if I can do it again. I, I promise you, this isn't planned. I've, I've just literally sort of like gone through and watched some of the videos. Is uh, Thinking About You. And that's that's one of the songs. And again, I really like that. It's kind of a bit of a slow starter build up. Um, the, the video is all about, and the song is about sort of, you know, thinking maybe about somebody who we split up with or a girl. Uh, and it's got, it's just really cool. It's just like really catchy um you know melodic i love it i thought it was great oh yeah and just splitting off to tiger tales again just for a second um their new album blast is out imminently so yeah anybody anybody that likes tiger tales as well watch out for blast by the album yeah um but yeah we did um and we'll go on to you know what we finished talking about the bands on the saturday night we did you know rob was was in the um, the AOR arena that we were in that evening as well, and he he does look every every inch the rock star, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he does. He lives the part. It's amazing, and it is really really good. Um, and you've done it again <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, it's the latest single from Teenage Casket Company. It's thinking about you. Remember all the fun we had the nights we shared just you.
Yes. Yeah, yeah we did yeah. a show last year. Yeah, it was we? great, mate. Yeah, yeah it was good. good. Yeah. We covered everything. Literally everything. My whole life story. Yeah, yeah, it was. I turned off after five minutes. I've heard it all so many times. I'm going to say you don't need to ask again now. Yeah, you can do this interview. Right, you've just you've just played, haven't you? Yeah. What's it like? Went down. Awesome, mate. It's great. It's really cool. You know, we're on early, but everybody came out, and it's it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it were even. It's like I thought. It was really busy. I thought two o'clock. Nobody's going to come. They're all going to be in bed, but. Look at the state of some people this morning. Yeah, we're actually still awake. Yeah, it was really really cool. We had a great. You know, everybody loved it. You know, it's awesome. Is it the first time that you played here? Yeah, uh, TCC, first time we've done our locale, yeah. yeah. It's always interesting for us to get in front of crowds like this, because we never know what to expect. We, me and Rob have said numerous times, like, oh, we'd love to go on like something like Firefest or something like this, but are we going to scare yeah. them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not that we're heavy or anything like yeah. that, but it's... Well, because we're not heavy. <laughs> maybe, yeah. but I mean, the music's rooted in the kind of influences that on this lineup, yeah. I think we come from a slightly different. Yeah. There's such, like you say, there's a massive mixture in there over all the stages here, yeah. Yeah. Over, over a few days. You've got fans that maybe wouldn't necessarily have heard. Yeah. I'll, I'll pick up the new Teenage Casket Company yeah. and I'll go on. We saw so much stuff. It was great. Yeah. I was going to say, afterwards, it was like the people that were coming up to buy stuff were so like very, they were like proper hairy, bi- hairy biker, metalist look, looking people coming up. I'll have a CD. It's all like, you know, and it's, it's a surprise sometimes because yeah. you think, well, they're just going to listen to like Motorhead or whatever. Yeah. And they, they obviously enjoyed it. So maybe that's it. Once you're on it, though, like, these people are a little more open minded. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good platform for it. Yeah. 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 People hear you live as well, are more likely to sort of get into you. And like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're talking about live mu- music earlier on as opposed to like albums, and it's like you can't beat live music anyway. No. Yeah. It's so easy nowadays if you're listening, especially online. Attention span is to a new yeah, band is probably yeah. give it the first chorus and there, yeah. yeah. At least live, you're probably gonna listen to a couple of songs while you finish yeah. your beer. Yeah, you yeah. might be yeah. yeah. It's great, isn't it? Though, if you're buying all the merch, and it's, it's all great. Yeah. Getting you from word of mouth, then, isn't yeah. it? They're gonna go tell their mates, yeah. oh, I've just seen this great band. And yeah, hopefully, yeah. I saw this great band with a terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it's really bad, you know. But, yeah. So what's been happening well, since the last time we saw them? We've not really been all that busy. I mean, you know, do you want to take it up? I mean, yeah, we all have a new single project in a minute uh, called Thinking About You, which came out a couple of weeks ago. I uh, think that was recorded back in, was it November? Yeah. 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 Um, it's all been a bit quiet, really, because we're all kind of busy in yeah. our own bands and stuff. Um, so, I mean, you're obviously Dave's in Silver Jet. Uh, Mike has a band called Tube Audio. Uh, Rob Lane's in Lane's for everybody. everybody. <laughs> 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 well, no, it's, it's weird. It's like, I think when, you, when you're a very DIY band, it's hard to do things perhaps as fast as a sign band yeah, would be. Yeah. You have real life getting in the way of jobs and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. And so we recorded a new single back in November. Obviously, you've got to get it mixed and all that kind of stuff. And we wanted to do it with a video at the same time, so everything coincided at once. Yeah. That was just released, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, 
Yes, the response is great. Really, really positive. Yeah. Do you, feel, do you find that it's difficult to sort of like if you've been doing other things with the bands that when you actually do get all together, it takes a while to get back into the swing of things, or that it just clicks, you know? Yeah, you never clicks. really found that. No, it's, yeah. It just works. Just get together. It's just, you know, it works. It's Don't even need to realise. It's almost like that. It's like perhaps we don't see each other for. Well, it can be a couple of months yeah, at a time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, I've got a gig with Best for Years, and straight away, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, we don't need to. I'm not saying yeah. great, you know, but it, it, I think some just people just click. Yeah, just yeah, like, when, when you play, I don't know if you're musicians yourself, but if you are, you probably like know that when you know sometimes you just get four or five people or three people or whatever that can just play together. Yeah. Uh, some people, you know, sometimes you need to work in it more, and sometimes you just don't need rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it 13 years as well this year. So, wow. You know, three of us. You know, Dave's been in the band four years now. Four years. 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 It wasn't four years. It's never been four years. It's four, it's two years. Three quarters of the original band are still here. You know, which I think is pretty cool nowadays. Yeah. You know, well, that says something about how you guys must get on then. Yeah, we don't. You know, we still. Quite like each other. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Quite like each four, other. Four years in, I'm starting to have yeah. second thoughts. <laughs> yeah. um, so it, yeah, it just works. It works. I love it. It's not yeah. disbanded. Oh, you know, it's great. How about planning stuff for the future then? Because you, know, you said you've got different bands and you've got work life. And so how do you go like planning stuff for the future of the band? Is that say it's fun? Uh, I don't know. I think it's. Some people say. I mean, you with the music industry today, you're sometimes think, oh, it's not the same, not as good as it used to be, and all that kind of thing. But I think if you put the work in, there's a lot more opportunities for bands to do it on a DIY level, and yeah. seek out different routes, and all that kind of thing. So, I think TCC as a band, we maybe are at a crossroads as to which direction. You know, Rob was saying earlier, perhaps people don't like albums as much these days. They just prefer singles, just keep drip-feeding a single every few months, just to yeah, people's well, yeah, interest and all that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Rob's always got new songs, so that's probably the way to do it now. I mean, it's much easier to do a music video, which looks great. Yeah. If you said that to us 10 years ago, everybody's got a music video now. Yeah. yeah. So, that's probably the route to go. Hopefully, more stuff like this yeah. as well. Hard rock out. Festivals, really. Yeah. That's the thing in it. We just need to get in front of the people, like a big crowd, and yeah. these kind of events are yeah. the way forward to do it. Like, you can play as many fucking little kind of local gigs or you know standard kind of size venues as you want all through the year. But nine times out of ten, you're not going to get yeah. the numbers that you need. Yeah. And then you're probably going to get people like fans anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's always the, the hardcore following. who are like amazing because yeah. you know. TCC have got a hardcore following fans who always turn up no matter how long they have to travel that's, that's yeah. not the cool thing about that it's not just as friends <laughs> no. these are people who heard the band 10 years yeah, ago yeah. and there's no connection to us whatsoever yeah. still love the band to this day which I think is really cool yeah, it's, it's really nice feeling yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I've come like, a few times in bands I've never even heard of, and I'll go in and, and watch them and go, fucking hell, they were great, you know. Yeah. And then you end up, oh, yeah, by, by their EP or by their yeah. album or whatever, and then start following them, and then tell my mates about them, and then there's <laughs> yeah, the exactly, game goes yeah. on. I think it's still, for me, I'm sure it's for everybody else, it's, I think it's still exciting to find a new band. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. 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 Yeah. I think even more so as well. Yeah. Because when you're younger, oh. that's. You spend loads of time doing it. I know I did. Like, yeah. Looking yeah. through LPs yeah. and just buying just them. Just buying them. them. From how they look yeah. on the and then I did it. Yeah. 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 That was me. That was me. 
Guilty, yeah. guilty. Yeah. And then I did, I sort of dropped out of buying it, but now through coming to places like this has really got me turned on to new bands again and discovering new music, and it's like, yeah, there's a shitload yeah. of really great music out there if you just take the time to exactly. find it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's not put there in front of you for, it, for yeah. easy picking, is it? Yeah. yeah. And when you do find someone you like, not going to let that go. Yeah. But with music videos, the way that people can watch them as well. You know, everyone's got a smartphone, aren't they? So yeah. you can watch a music video wherever. They, well, not here because there's no signal. <laughs> <laughs> Most places Most you can sit and watch yeah. it, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. So what have you got plans then next? Then what's it all? The new single's only a few weeks out. Yeah, I don't really know. Just a few sporadic gigs, really. Yeah. Yeah. Another festival in, I think it's Kettering, in a couple of weeks. We're doing a, a really cool local festival, which seems to be growing each year for Noise Like a Critical. It's over the east of... Is it east of Bancard? Yeah, 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 yeah I think pretty much sold out already. So that's going to be fun. That's always packed out. So hopefully the response to the new single by then should be great. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully just record some more stuff. Yeah. Just take it from there. Yeah. Just one step at a time. Well, we've been asking every band uh, to turn on all the listeners that listen to us. We want to introduce them to all new music and that. For anybody that's not listened to TCC, what two songs would you recommend that they listen to and can we play them on the show? Yes, you can. <laughs> and, and the new single. I would say if you're about the new single, I'm probably best friend is my radio as well. Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. A really good representation of what TCC are about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys are the first band that's answered that question without arguing. That's right. Yeah. 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 Everyone else is like, we've been together 13 years, we're sick of the old <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 stuff. It's great, it's great that the gig today went down well. Hopefully, we've got a lot more new fans. Anybody listening to this, check out TCC. Well, it's big up what you do. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, nice to meet you.
Okay, the song you've just heard again obviously teenage casket company and that was best friend is my radio and we're going to move on to some finnish speed metal why not we haven't had any any finnish speed metal because we sat down and talked to ranger um Again, you know, we were bucked in for Ranger. Uh, I should say we weren't bucked in for Teenage Casket Company. Uh, I saw, actually, it was, no, I saw them talking to somebody else, uh, and it was either Sabrina or Caitlin. And I said, Oh, I said, can, can you just have a quick word with Rob and just say, like, stay from 60 Minutes with if, you know, the band wants to come over? And, you know, thanks again to Caitlin and Sabrina. And then, you know, they waltzed them over and we had a chat to them. But Ranger were, were a band that we were bucked in for. Um, and they were they were so busy. If I remember rightly, I mean, I could be wrong on this. I don't even think they'd been in the country that long. I, th I think <laughs> I think they'd sort of flown in. They were doing the gig, and then it wasn't too long after, and then they were going back again. They were on like a really tight schedule. So you know, it it was really good of them to give us some time. You know, that we could have a chat with them. Yeah, the, the, these were. If you if you can, the best way I can describe these guys is that. Uh, I mean, they saw the you know the the logo of uh, the, the the podcast, you know, sixty minutes, and they kind of like, oh shit, we're not going to spend an hour with you, or, you know, because like you literally they yeah. were, they got a set to play, hadn't they? You know, yeah. Um, and the look of these guys is you you typical, and I don't want to call them typical because they're not because the lead singer's voice is anything but typical, uh, but they got the look of a. Uh, a rock band, a thrash metal band from the sort of like mid to late 80s kind of thing. Um, long hair, blonde, as you can imagine, from being from Finland. Um, the lead singer got the most amazing handlebar moustache, oh, which classic. was incredible. I'm looking at a picture of them now. They are posing, obviously got, got the black, the leather, the, the studs, um, you know, the hair, uh, the, the necklaces, everything else. There, there's a couple of them posing with like leather jackets on and no t-shirt or shirt underneath. <laughs> They're just really sort of like, you know, your typical uh, sort of like metal, like they sound a little, well, sound a little bit. They kind of reminded me of, again, listening to one of their songs, uh, early Metallica, like very early Metallica, kind of like Kill 'Em All sort of Metallica, uh, to mixing it up a little bit with Dave Mustaine in terms of his voice and uh, the, the uh, Megadeth, but taken up to eleven kind of thing. You know, they're, they're just um, again the look at the look on the it's they could almost be, and this is no uh, not me being derogatory towards them, but they could almost be a bit of a the look of them like a parody band in some ways you know um 
But they're totally not. I mean, we caught a little bit of them on the Saturday night. And we did, yeah, yeah, we they're, did. They're every little bit of metal. They they just fucking, they've got metal running through their veins, you know, to as a, sound a bit of a cliche, but it's true. You know, they love this shit, absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you commented on the the, uh, the lead singer's voice and how high he can get it. Um, and the song I listened to uh, was called Storm of Power. And uh, yeah, he can get his voice really high. I don't know if it's the, <laughs> the sound, the, you know, the tightness of his his leather trousers or his jeans, but fucking hell, he can go for it. it bloody can! There's no way I could do that. That's for, not without like the uh, the help of two bricks uh, and squashing my testicles with them. Well, you uh, kind of had a bit of a go on the Saturday night, I have to say, when I was uh, <laughs> having a grope. <laughs> was, I, mean, I, could, I could probably gone an octave higher. <laughs> If I needed to, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you've guessed it, mate. Because oh. we're we're going to kick off. Pin your ears back for some Finnish speed metal. Be careful, because again, like I said in the other show, glass may break. Because he can really get his voice so high up there. You're going to listen to Ranger and Storm of Power. <laughs>
Right, now we're joined by Ranger. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves? Where you're from, especially, because Wales is a different place to yeah, you, I'm it, yeah? it's a little bit different than Finland, yeah. We're from Helsinki, Finland. And when, would, when did you form the bands? When was the band formed? It uh, was 2008, because there weren't any good bands, so <laughs> we had to form our own. Yeah, especially in the Finnish area. No. <laughs> Yeah, what's the what's the music scene like in Finland? Then? Yeah, it's Ranger and shit. Yeah, there's some good. Yeah, there are. It's not shit. It's yeah, no, just kidding. But uh, there are some good. Bands. No, it, and it's getting stronger, stronger and stronger. A lot of younger kids, yeah. younger than us. A lot of younger than us. Yeah, we're, we're in our twenties, so. <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of like fifty and fifty and fourteen-year-old listening to Rangers. So that's yeah, they're forming really good bands and yeah. Yeah, and, demo, of, so. yeah, and of course yeah. forming forming a band. Forming bands too because of Ranger has been an impact to those kids too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. People sort of like saying you're an influence for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what we heard from, from, from few, few younger yeah, that's, kids. That's yeah. nice to hear. Yeah. What influenced all of you then growing up? What bands were you listening to? Priest, Maiden, Saxon, Black Osborne, Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax, Exodus, Iron Maiden. Yeah. I saw him walking on the street listening to speed metal and a boom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's the singer for my band. Yeah, he's an American speed metal. And we were, all right, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is great. I don't know. So we find out, oh yeah, oh, you can play something. Oh yeah, I can, I can scream something. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, let's do right. this, yeah. Then, then there, there has been a lineup changes since that, a lot, a lot of lineup changes, but... He just turned out uh, <laughs> carrying a guitar. Can I play with you guys? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Come along, come yeah. along. We need a second guitar anyway. Yeah. And he, yeah. And we just uh, were sleeping in his apartment when he came up. What are you doing here? You, you play guitar? Yeah, okay. You're in the band. Basically, I'm basically short. You're in. You're in the band. You're in the band, yeah. You're saying about you screaming, though. I have one question for you. How the fuck do you hit those high notes? <laughs> Honestly, no one knows. I, I honestly don't really know. I, of course, I some at some point I realized, okay, I can like, do some high pitching. So then I rehearsed it, rehearsed it a bit, but in a certain like in the last few years, I haven't really been rehearsing that much. Of that I just you know I just wore, I just warm up the voice, of course. Yeah. So to say so I don't know. I, so I was going to ask, do you have to do anything to, to keep your voice? So yeah, of course to keep keeping in uh, keeping in shape. Water of course, water. So, yeah, lots of honey. Of course, honey. Yeah, lots of honey and hot water, of course, to keep it keep it going. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's it's of course a bit, a bit stressful, of course. Whenever you are in a new place, a new festival, of course. But yeah, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> You're looking forward to playing later. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. 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 You look to hit the stage. Yeah, yeah. Big crowd here. There's a lot of people here. Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of lot of different stages. It was like this is feel, feel pretty surreal because there was okay guys guys from Exodus. Then we went to the other place and there was like quiet riot, quiet riot guys yeah. there. And I was like. What is going on here? <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. Are you going to get a chance to watch any bands while you're here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After, yeah. Yeah. after the show, of course. After our show, we're going to play at um, 6, 6, 6 15. So after we play like 50 minutes or something. Grab something yeah. to eat, something to drink. And yeah, watch and after that. Relax then, yeah. Yeah, 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 and relax and party. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. One question we've been asking all the bands is for any listeners that have not heard Ranger before, if you can pick two songs. 
for them to listen to that will give them a flavour of what yeah. Rangers like what two songs would you pick and would it be alright to play them on the show Shock Skull Storm yeah. of Power yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Shock Skull yeah. and Storm of Power that's a decisive answer those songs combine all the Ranger formulas yeah. you got the high pitch vocals you got the screaming guitars you got double guitar lead you got the pounding drums everything at full speed yeah. <laughs> what are your plans for when you leave here what have you got? You got more gigs lined up? No, just back to back to back to London tomorrow, and then our flight leaves on Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, we we tried to get a gig to London yeah, but yesterday, it, but it, it fell apart. The guy didn't answer me after yeah. one mail. I don't know what happened. I scared him or something. We're <laughs> <laughs> like in, in the middle of. In, in May, we're going to record our new album. That's what I was going to ask next about yeah. the new album. No, yeah. Yeah, well, it came out, yeah. Brilliant. So that's why we're not doing okay. that many shows. Yeah, we have to But this was booked like almost a year ago. Though, yeah. yeah, of course. Well, I know you've got a lot to do, and I can see people like it, and you've got a gig to do. Yeah. Looking forward to you. You're going to enjoy oh, that. Thank you. But thank, thank you for your time. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Hopefully, all the listeners got two range of songs to listen to there. Yeah. Listen to them. Listen to all of them. Not <laughs> <laughs> just to buy the album. Buy your album, man. Thank you very much, guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck with the gig tonight, guys. Yeah, as well. Enjoy yourself. Yes. Enjoy your time in Wales.
Well, you've just heard Ranger and Shock Skull. There's, there's a metal name for you, mate. <laughs> Shock Skull. It is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we should be doing the proper DJ thing now. It should, you know, like smashy and noisy. It's, uh, it's so... Again, this is if people understand what I'm saying. Again, I don't take it that I was being sort of like negative towards them, but that just sums it up, doesn't it? Perfectly, when you've got a song in in your sort of like uh, album called Shock School, then <laughs> you know what that yeah. tells you everything, doesn't it? Really, it's not going to be a ballad, is it? <laughs> That's for sure. I don't think they do ballads. No, they might, they might do, but you know, I doubt it. No, they they know what they do and they do it well, and then they love doing it. So oh yeah, more power to them. Yeah, uh, it's about this time of the day as well, mate. When we're sat there, um, I think by now we'd eventually got to that sort of tepid coffee. I think we'd finished we'd finished the Budweiser that Seething the Care had brought us, and then we got oh yeah, we've got that coffee that you brought, and we picked that up off the floor, um, still in the cup. I mean, mm-hmm. we weren't you know lapping it off the floor, um, <laughs> and we were sat there, and then this guy walked in. Now, of course, you know, you're, you're, we're, in the, we're in the media area, you know, where all the press come in and the bands come in. But we've been wandering around um, the whole of the venue anyway. And you see people, and they're all dressed, and you've got leather and denim and patches and God knows what going on. Um, but, and we both commented on this, this one guy walked in and immediately he'd got this sort of aura about him that he was, he was a rock star. Yeah. You remember that? You remember it? And he walked in and we went, and I'll hold my hand up and said, Yeah, who is he? Don't know who he is, but you know, he's he's got it. You know, he's, he's somebody from somewhere. He's probably, um, probably American, um, of which we were right in the end. And he comes and sits down. He sat by himself. He's just sat there. Um, and I think I went for a wee then. That's, you know, the uh, <laughs> the joys of a can of Budweiser and a, and a tepid cup of coffee. I've got, you know, it's got to come out at some point. So I went for a wee uh, and then I come back and I was passing him and he commented on my T-shirt that I was wearing. Um, and then, you know, I picked up, yeah, he's got an American accent and I got talking to him. And I must have talked to him, you know, about five minutes or so. Such a nice guy, really nice guy. Um, especially so that, you know, he's a really big Kiss fan as well. Turns out it's EJ Curse. He's the bass player for Gilby Clark. Uh, he's the bass player for Silent Rage. Um, I'm thinking, I've got to get an interview show with him, I think now, because I've since like read up more on him as well and listened to some of the music and that. But he was he was such, a, and again, a nice guy. Everybody that we talked to, whether we were booked in or not, or just people in passing that suddenly strike up conversation with you. And this happened all the time as well. Um, you know, you'd just be walking around and people would just start talking to you, mm. uh, you know, and you're all there because of your love of rock music, uh, you know, and then you've got people that, you know, and we watched them, I'll comment on this in a little bit, you know, a few hours later, he's up there on stage and we're watching him. But, you know, hours previous, he's, you know, he strikes up a conversation with me and we're having a really good, you know, chinwag. Yeah. Uh, and again, that's the beauty of hard rock hell um, and why, I, I, you know, I definitely encourage everybody to go there. Um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, I tell you what, your T-shirt got a lot of attention, didn't it? I mean, I was there representing, uh, you know, I, as as you do. I you'd, thought, yeah, oh, you'd got your sixty minutes with T-shirt on. I'll wear the sixty minutes with T-shirt on, you know, make it look official and everything else, and uh, and be proud, you know, loud and proud, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, nobody 
gave a fuck. And it was like, <laughs> oh, man, I love your T-shirt. You know, it's awesome. Um, I think pretty much most of the people we talked to said that. Yeah, well, I got that. it was the same on the Friday as well. I wore my, um, and this is uh, a plug for Fright Rags, on the Friday I wore my Kill Destroyer t-shirt, which is sort of like a horror version of Kiss Destroyer, but instead of the band, I think you've got you've got Chucky, Jason, Freddy, and Leatherface, if I remember rightly. So it's like the Destroyer cover, but it's all like horror icons. And then on the Saturday... Um, I wore it's like the cover of uh, Kiss Alive One, and it's Kiss at Budokan from two thousand and something. It says I was there, um, and I do bullshit people. I was, I wasn't. I just bought it online. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're wandering around and people go, "Oh, you went to you went to Japan and watched Kiss?" Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I did. Uh, <laughs> you plagger. Uh, it's out there now. No, I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I have. I have seen them 26, time, 26 times, as I've said a few times, but I have never seen them in Japan, unfortunately. So, yeah, that's a bucket list thing, maybe, before they pack it up. But, yeah, but that, that was a T-shirt that got uh, a lot of attention, too. Uh, yeah, but then we go on to, um, again, another band we weren't booked in for, uh, New Generation Superstars uh, that were, were brought to us. And, again, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, you know we were sat there and, you know, Caitlin or Sabrina comes up, do you want to talk to this band? Um, and you've not heard of them, and you don't know what type of music that, that they play, but you strike up a conversation with them. Uh, and we had a great time chatting with them. Um, and then, of course, afterwards you come back and you start listening to the music, and then you go, oh, it's another band that, you know, why have I not heard of these before? So it's, it, you know, it, it just goes to show as well, you know, you, you don't need to do... Um, I mean, I don't know about any other shows out there, but, you know, other shows that might do, like, hours and hours of planning about all that kind of stuff. If you just go when you've got a common love, you know, of rock music, that's all you need, really, isn't it? Just to have a good chinwag with people. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, they they were more than happy to come and have a chat with us. Uh, and the, the two guys that, that came over and chatted to us, I think one was the drummer and the bassist, if I remember rightly, but... Um, yeah, just like seemed like really friendly, awesome guys. You know, you just uh, it's it's so weird because like you feel like a bit of a phony and a bit of a fraud, sort of because you you know you again, like I said, I've never professed to be a a, a music journalist or anything else, and my knowledge is limited. But it didn't really matter because you, you just you strike up a conversation, you just chat, and they you know you ask some questions about their music, their influences, and. Uh, the stuff that they've got going on. And they were more than happy to talk to us, weren't they? They were, yeah. Great band from uh, Nottingham in the UK. Uh, I should say as well, uh, you know, as you'll hear, uh, and you're probably aware of now, you've got to part three, if, if you've listened to the previous two. Um, we asked the question of, you know, what two songs would you pick? They did pick one of the songs they picked that I was going to kick it off with. Actually, I shouldn't say this, cause, because have you listened to them? Are, well, we go- are you going to go for like, you know, seven for seven with the song? Let me see. Go uh, on then. So the uh, the song I listened to, which I really liked, was called uh, Rock and Roll or Die. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, have you gone seven for seven? <sighs> yes, you have. Because, <laughs> and you know what? Because, um, and it's, it's by default, actually, because they did the two songs they said was Life of Crime, that's going to be the second song that you're going to hear after the interview. They did say, because they did ask, oh, can you swear on the show? And we said, oh, yeah, of course you can. Um, 
we no, met. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they were quite happy and said, "Oh yeah, well, you know, play a song called Guess What." Um, I couldn't find a, a really clear version of it. I could find like a few live versions of it, um, but I couldn't find a good version of it to play. Um, I, I tried looking on places where I buy the music from. I couldn't find it on there. So I've substituted it for Rock and Roll or Die, which is the next song that you're going to hear, uh, which I do love as well. So I'm glad I've discovered that one as well. Um, so, yeah, let's, you know, why not? Let's go into it. A new generation superstars and Rock and Roll, rock and roll or Die.
right then, here we are, new generation superstars. Two yeah. off. Two, Two off. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going so far? Yeah, good, really good. Yeah. Enjoying it, enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, great, yeah, really enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. How long have you been here? Have you been here? I've been here since Thursday. Oh, okay, oh wow. So you managed to see quite a few bands. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, I've been out about yeah. a few bands for Thursday, really good. Milling uh, around yesterday. Nice. We were rushed around a little bit yesterday. Yeah. We were playing, so. And how did that get How did the gig go? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Really was. The reception was great. First time playing here? Um, second time for me. First, yeah. first time. First time for me. First time for the band. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Yeah. Tell, tell the listeners about the bands then. Give them a bit of background. Um, well, New Generation Super Soul have been going what, about ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Myself and Ward have been in the band for about two and a half. So we're, we're kind of the new boys. We joined together at the start of well, last year, the year before. Um, yeah, three albums out. We've got a third, fourth album coming out in uh, October this year. So uh, that's going really well. Uh, recording that at the minute. Excellent. So, um, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been really good. Really yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun, yeah. It's been good fun. It's been great because a lot of bands we've been talking to, a lot of them have got new albums either just yeah. out or yeah. coming out. Yeah. So it's great that bands are still bringing out all the new music. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, with so many people saying, oh, the music's dead, but no. There's all yeah, the music yeah. constantly yeah. coming out. The music's not dead. Some of the venues are dead, aren't they, nowadays? Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we love music. We still keep making music. Uh, obviously, we've got the pledge campaign for the new album at the end of the year as well, so... Um, Pretty much recorded it all. Yeah. Now, um, this is just a bit the first new generation Supersons album with, with the two of us on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was really exciting for both of you to sort of make you know your first album with oh, these. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's been brilliant. It's been really good. We've, uh, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different to the last three albums I've yeah. done. Uh, we've got a little bit of something different to the show. What, what have you brought then to the table, sort of like to you know your influences with regards to? Yeah, quality. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, my, they're gonna hate me with it. <laughs> I mean, my background's sort of metal and hardcore, so it's a lot different to the sort of stuff we play. I mean, yeah, some of our stuff's a bit punky, it's a bit, uh, bit, bit sleaze, but uh, for me, it was all 80s glam, so what we created Guns N' Roses, that was, that was what I grew with Hanoi Rock, so yeah, we, we kind of all throw into a melting pot. Our singer's a bit of a punk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's so, all punk, old school fun, so yeah, it's been. Gotta throw all that in and yeah. stir it up and out. Spits you, you know, as you get older, your taste sort of change a little bit. Yeah. And you chill out a little bit. I mean, I don't. I couldn't play the hardcore band now. <laughs> too old. <laughs> too old. <laughs> too old. But yeah. But I think uh, I mean this album is a lot different to the stuff that new gen have done, and definitely a lot different to the stuff that we've done in previous yeah. bands. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely quite mature yeah, for all of us. I think it's the stuff on there that will surprise people especially the new gen fans that new gen haven't really touched on before so ballads in there that we never thought we were not writing yeah that's right yeah. Um, there's some really sort of man city punk songs in there yeah. there's some classic rock it's quite it's quite diverse isn't it it is yeah, it's quite yeah, diverse. sounds like a good mixture yeah. and were the yeah, other band yeah. members like sort of a bit resistant to these new ideas or no, did they just accept all, it not at all we all, we all get on we've all known each other as friends a long time anyway so yeah. before we me and Johnny joined um so how did you get involved? Was it, was it through being friends with them? Or yeah, they, I, I used to play the band and we supported New Gen on numerous gigs and, and so on. So when they were looking for a new bass player, a new drummer, it was a bit of a no-brainer really, we were doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like it was just, we just sort of fell into it comfortably, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We, we all got on really well, we all worked together really well musically. Um, 
and we all we all sort of want the same thing, don't we? We're yeah. all going to send us when we write songs. We all seem to just write songs that we all want to write, and we're all happy with it. So every song we've written has just happened really by accident. We just sort of play, and then it's, yeah, yeah. yeah somebody will come in with an idea, and we'll throw it around and bang out the song. Like yeah. it's, it's been pretty pretty easy, really. It has been quite an easy process. Yeah, which is good. It just shows you know you must gel as a band then. It's yeah. Been, yeah, the process has so, been easy. Like so that. We get we get on really well. So yeah. we, have, we have fights and things as any band does, but you know I think on the whole. We get on well as four friends, so yeah. you know. And it's, it's for me. Uh, I think I'm, I'm speaking for all of us. It's probably the most comfortable I've ever felt on stage playing with these yeah. guys. We have such a laugh. We take the piss out of each other on stage. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> and I think when the, the audience sees that, they relax a bit yeah, more. With they it. respond to it. Yeah. 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 But last night was amazing. Absolutely amazing. This place is awesome. This festival is amazing. It's my first festival playing here. I've absolutely, really, really loved it. It's amazing. Everyone here has been so friendly. We, we, we do a song at the end with a sing along, and that's probably the loudest I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. yeah. When, when we did the Everybody first shout out, yeah. we all just went. Oh, that's, yeah. That was loud. That was loud. The was falling. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, that must be such a great feeling. Oh, it absolutely is. Buzzing. Yeah, absolutely it really is. And in the UK, it's very rare. You know, because uh, the UK crowds can be really tough. That was just a bit more reserved sometimes. Yeah, you know, but yeah. yeah. We, we were in Italy last weekend, and the crowd in Italy were crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Honkers. crazy. Yeah, seems crowd surfing at the end. It's such a contrast to some of the shows that we play in the UK. Yeah. It's like that in Europe. Yeah, people are a bit more reserved in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be a tough crowd sometimes. I think we've said before, haven't we, that sort of. You know, all good, you know, things like this, people come to watch one band, but then they go away with like half a dozen, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the great thing, like I said, about venues like this. It's, oh, yeah. Because you, know. you can literally walk out of one arena, cross into the other, and there's another band there you've probably never even heard of before. Yeah, that's go, right. Oh, yeah, yeah these right. are really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I so, mean, and, and the diversity, we, we were saying, you know, we, we like, like what we like. Well, Exodus are playing over here tonight, and we probably wouldn't get a chance to see them. So we're going to watch a bit of uh, Quiet Riot come fly around here. I've got to see Exodus. So yeah, oh, awesome. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, 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 really looking forward to that later. Oh, yeah. You'd never get that at another festival. Go watch a real glammy band one minute, and then you're around here watching a proper old school thrash band. You wouldn't, would you? No, that's no. a really good thing about it. Yeah. It yeah. Talking about discovering new music as well, one question we've been asking for all the listeners. So, obviously, the new album's not out yet. So, for the previous albums, to give listeners just a bit of a start, New generation superstars. If you pick two songs, what would they be to give listeners? Okay, yeah, I want to get. I want to hear more by this band. Okay. And would it be alright to play them on the show? Uh, yeah, yeah. Play, play whatever you want to play on the show. Um, depends. Sort of. Are you allowed swearing in your songs on the show? Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, we've got a song called Guess What, <laughs> which, which is the song that we finish with, and literally the crowd participates. Guess what? And then we get the guys to go and get fucked. And I say last night was the loudest get fucked we can ever remember. Yeah, that, that's a great one for people to listen to. It. And yeah, it is, it is. And uh, I think Life of Crime as well is a track off the last album. It's uh, a track that we did a video to as well. So that's a great song. That's a great song. That, that so was our first kind of involvement with anything. We shot a video when we first joined. Yeah. We shot a video for Life of Crime off the previous album. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, we've got a song called Way Back Home off the album before, which is probably your personal favourite. It's my favourite, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's just a really catchy, catchy song. It's the, the 
chorus just sticks in your head. It's one of those. And I love songs like that. Memorable yeah, yeah. songs. You know, if, I, if I went to watch the first play that live and I wasn't in the band, I'd go over and I'd have that in my head. It's yeah. one of those sort of songs. So yeah. for me, that's my favourite. Uh, my favourite off that album, we've got a song called Beat Em Down, which is a real old school classic rock song yeah. that you can dance along to. When we, we played that last night, and you could see people were dancing along to it. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. So Beat Em Down, way back home, Life of Crime Guess. Well, ironically, we don't actually play those two songs that much now, do we? We're in the set. So, and we really should. Yeah, yeah. We really yeah, should. Yeah, you should yeah. do that. Yeah, right? we should. Yeah, we, we said we, we raced through the first three or four songs last night and said, oh, we've got time to fit a few more in, so we actually played way back home beam down, which we don't do very often. No. And, uh, so what is it? Is it more gigs than after the new album comes out? Or? Oh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. We've got quite a full year, really. We're off to Belgium to play a festival with uh, Knockout Game, who played Friday. World Fest, World Fest. I think it's World Fest, yeah. yeah. Uh, crazy Nicks are playing it. Chris uh, Fibre, of course, Knockout Game. That's what we call it. We're off to Spain in July, I think it is. End of June. End of June, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going back to Finland in November. Uh, so, yeah, we've got, we've got quite a bit of... Enjoying life then, yeah? Oh, loving it. Yeah, we do. I mean, we're, we're lucky enough to, to have some great contacts in Europe. Um, and, you know, as, as much as we've got a manager, who, who's uh, Shadi, who does great things for us and, and books us some great shows, you know, as I say, we're lucky enough to have some contacts in Europe and we just sort of get a chance to play um, over there some great venues and then we bring the bands back over to the UK and give them an opportunity to play some UK venues so we, we do that a lot we do that a lot around Europe uh, and it's obviously it's all self-funded and it's just great it's a great way to get us out and out to the continent yeah. As I say, they book us gigs, we book them gigs in return. Yeah. Um, it's a good way of doing it because to play in Europe now is, you know, for a smaller band like ourselves, it's, it's hard. Yeah. You know, and it's hard to get venues and promoters to book a band. It's not going to bring 500 people to the show. So the way we do it works well for everybody, really. So, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's great that you've got a busy, busy year ahead. We really have, yeah. yeah. Really, really have. Yeah. Nice. So, and then the album drops on. So I'd say start of October, and it'll be. Crazy after that. Yeah. Well, we'll put the link on the website yeah, yeah, and all the social media and stuff. Then people, Brilliant. after listening to this, will hear the songs, then they'll know where to buy the, the album from yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. Enjoy thank you. Thank you. Make sure you watch Exodus then. We will watch Exodus. Yeah. 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 Thanks very much. Thank really you. appreciate uh, that. Thank, thank you for your time. Thank, thank you very much. much. Cheers. Thanks, thank guys.
Right, like I said before the interview, uh, the song that you've just heard uh, was, again, New Generation Superstars, and that was Life of Crime. And then we're going to move on to um, a band, and I talk about this uh, when I interview them. It's it's like, it's it's a style of rock music fused with other genres that really I I wouldn't have listened to them because I'm... I'm, I'm stuck in my ways. And You're I, old. I, I refuse to listen to stuff like that. <laughs> but um, because we were booked in to talk to them, and I listened to a few songs, and I love them. One in particular, I've I've fallen in love with one song big mm. time. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's a gym song. Um, back when I used to go to the gym, <laughs> but it's it's so high energy and it's just, you can't keep still listening to it. I fucking love one of these songs. Well, I, I love th- all the songs that I've listened to by these. Yeah, I tell you what, I thought exactly the same thing when I listened to it. I thought, this is a jogging song, this is. Because if you're faltering, if you feel like I need to stop, if you stick this song on, you will just fucking run for another good four and a half minutes and you'll probably sprint as well. You know, it's, it is a proper get your blood pumping song. Oh, totally, totally. Um, band from Brighton, again in the UK, um, called The Chemists, um, spelt with a Q. Uh, and it, they've, it's really good because they talked about the roots and how they started and how their music has sort of progressed from what they started with, you know, uh, a good, you know, six, seven years ago and how it's then morphed and incorporated more of sort of the hard rock type of stuff. Um, and again, I just love it. It's it, and it's it's so weird to to be sort of embracing music that you know initially I would have gone well no I've got no time for that, but um, to, to be introduced to it like this it's just amazing like I said and especially with some of these that you just you just want to turn them up loud it's one yeah. of those bands and you've got to listen it's not background music you've you've got to turn it up loud definitely it's it's the one where you can feel the music you know through your body and um i've always thought that about music particularly music that gets you going like rock music in particular but and stuff like this is that you don't just sort of listen to the music it, you feel it you know and that's kind of like that's what i feel about this band this is one of my favorite bands that i've discovered over that you know weekend you know having since gone and listened to their stuff the thing that struck me about them was that they're obviously quite young uh, guys but how focused they are you know when you talk to them and they talk about sort of like the process of putting the music together you know from start to finish um they're just totally focused and on it but at the same time um not arseholes about it either you know they're kind of like they just seem like really you know cool nice guys i've said that a lot about the band but they were they're, they're totally fo- I could, the, the thing with these this band now having sort of gone and listened to a lot of their stuff is that um you can see them being massive you know you can see them being huge uh the, the, the one of the the bands that i've gotten into um, and I'm similar to you. I have very sort of like you know certain things I will listen to, certain things I will stray away from. But after the, the, the sort of like metal and grunge scene sort of started to evolve into more dance, and so then that started getting into like the Chemical Brothers, um, obviously the Prodigy and bands like that. But more recently, over the past few years, there's a band called Pendulum which I've been listening to, and they're amazing. I mean, some of the songs that they've done. Um, are just like proper sort of like you know like i said you run to that type of music you know and you don't stop until the song finishes these guys are as as good as anything i've heard from pendulum from my point of view this the song that 
you know, again, if I if I've done well and picked uh, called Run You, is frigging amazing. Um, it's like you said, such high tempo, um, and you can't help but get into it. You know, it really is amazing. It is, yeah. Um, and that is that is the song I'm going to play, but that's going to be the second one. Uh, ah. uh, and uh, the band do talk about it in the interview, actually, because uh, they do pick Run You, but they also pick a song called um, Stomp Box from 2009. Um, and the reason they picked that is, like I said just you know a few minutes ago, the progression that they've done. Uh, Stomp Box is an instrumental and then you know you listen to the interview and you'll go through uh, to run you and you'll see the way that the band are going now uh, but like you mate run you is just it's it's up there with uh, you know like the rocky soundtrack if you get you know if you're running or you're going to the gym uh, you know eye of the tiger this this is one of those that you have to have on your mp3 player if you if you want to be motivated like that because you just you cannot just sort of sit there idly no. and listen to it no, it really gets you going they're wicked i mean they and these guys are, are going all over the world you know they're in japan paris uh you know obviously in this country i can see these guys doing you know some amazing things i really can yeah definitely i hope they do they deserve it they, yeah they really totally. do. yeah so let's have a listen now you're, you're going to listen to the instrumental uh stomp box from back in 2009 uh and then into the interview and then the track that we've been bigging up like mad run you
made it. You made it's always good if you make it. It's, so always, it's a good it? start. Yeah. It's a good start. <laughs> right, the chemist. That's right. You want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves to, to begin, you know, where you're from, when you were formed. Well, we are the chemists. Uh, my name's Bruno and we've got Liam um, here with us. We are from Brighton, down south, and we play an electro rock mashup. Um, we do indeed. We do, we do. Yes. Guilty, guilty as charged. But yeah, we've been, we've been kind of a, we've been a band since 2009. But prior to that, the three producers in the group um, have been DJs, yeah. uh, kind of DJing dark scene for a kind of six, seven, eight years yeah, uh, prior yeah, to that. Right, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, formed the band in 2009, and uh, here we are today. Because yeah. you've got a lot of eclectic background, haven't you? Influences of like, That's right. was a, yeah. Like, yeah, classic rock, so metal yeah. rock, then all the, the everything. Obviously. There's a little bit of everything, like, and then I'm a little bit of a hip hop junkie, Motown, blues, jazz, you know. So it's yeah, it's a nice. We don't say no to anything. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We rarely say no. Good music, good music. Yeah, yeah. honestly, no matter the genre. Yeah. Well, I was watching some of your videos before coming here at the weekend, and. I was like, so I'm old school. Yeah. Yes. I mean, still look at him. I don't know. I'm old. So it's like yeah. all this new stuff. No, no, no. I've got, honestly, hand on heart, I watched the videos and I went, fucking hell, I really like these. <laughs> honestly, I was blown away back because normally it'd be music that I'd go without listening to. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I'd go, no, I don't like that. Yeah, which we're all guilty of. It. We yeah, we're all guilty of that. So areas, I was watching yeah. these and going. I really, really. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate that, especially when you kind of turn someone that is traditionally from oh, another. It feels yeah. it's nice. You've set in the ways. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's an old thing. Yeah. 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 I can take. I've been called worse. You don't look a day over thirty-five. Yes. <laughs> uh, now you're going up to my favourite band status now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to buy a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, funny you should mention that, I've actually got one on me. So how, how long does it take to put these songs together then? Because there's so much going on in them, but it flows, you know, the flow of them's great. Uh, well, this album did take a very long time, in total honesty, and a lot of people have said, well, you know, why did you want to take six years to make a record? Well, uh, we needed to evolve our production. We had an idea of how we wanted this next album to sound. Yeah. Um, now... As far as we were aware, there wasn't a band out there that had a sound that we could, you know, pull apart and work out how they'd done it. Um, so we had to develop everything ourselves to make the sounds, to, to, to organise the structures, to work out how to integrate drum and bass beats uh, uh, in a more organic song structure way. All those kinds of things took a long time to, to sort out in amongst, you know, DJing a lot and, and fulfilling our other obligations. So, um, yeah, it, it took a long time, but the process is, 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 comes around with one of us coming with a beat or a chord progression or some synth sounds or even sometimes just an idea, a conceptual idea for a song and try and build it, present it to everyone. If everyone's kind of, yeah, I can, I can get behind that, I understand it or whatever, then we develop it further and work very closely with Bruno and Ollie lyrically and uh, you know and, and me- melodically get the vocals in there and that's at that point we have the, the demo of the song we then go in and we have to produce it chop bits out 
mix it so we do all the engineering as well so um, yeah if, you, if, you, if you're writing it mixing it mastering it it takes a while do you find it a frustrating process or rewarding when you're doing it uh, well it's both yeah. otherwise you don't think we'd do it really um, yeah it can be frustrating when you can't quite get the sound that you've got in your head um, but sometimes it works out for the best because you go well I didn't really intended to sound quite like that mm. but actually that's turned out better than the sound I had for it in my head yeah. mistakes are often gold yeah and I think if you're not frustrated through the writing progress then you're not pushing boundaries yeah, yeah. yeah. you know yeah. if it's yeah. just so if it's know, easy it's not easy and yeah, making great music isn't easy sometimes no. you're lucky and something just falls together but a lot of the time it's bloody hard work yeah. but, um, no romanticism there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. People sort of like you know look at X Factor and all these other kind of programs. Yeah. Think, oh, that's piss easy. Oh, I want to be a pop star. Or I want to be. Yeah. A, but they, what know. they should do is go and talk to the songwriters and write songs for those They're people. Being now, performed. Yeah. You know, whether whether you're a pop music fan or not, yeah. it's kind of irrelevant. I have a healthy respect for the level of skill involved in um, people like Stargate and Bright. You know, they're probably one of the biggest pop hit writers there is. I don't particularly love the music. Yeah. I, I respect you the craftsmanship involved in yeah. something like that together. Yeah. Is this Yeah. The same work seems to go into the videos that you put out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, you know, visually stunning as well. Yeah. Um, I think I think these days you've got, you've got to look at all the angles. It's, you know... Um, there's a whole generation of, of, of listeners who are listening to music visually. It sounds weird, yeah. but they're, you know, they're looking it's, at YouTube. They're not, yeah. they're not buying a CD. Yeah. They're listening to it visually. So to give them a, a solid visual representation of the music and tying it together is kind of paramount, really. You've got to do it. Yeah. How long does it take to... You've told us how long it took to put the last album together. So how long does it take with the videos to put together as well? Is that still well? The videos. Are, I'm, I'm pretty sure the one you're talking about is run, run you. I imagine. That's my favourite song. Actually, the one yeah. To, I mean, that was. I, I'm not sure what the standard is across the board, but we did that video in kind of ten hours, eleven hours, yeah, something yeah, like that. We had to jam it in in a day. Wow. Shot the whole thing um, in a day, and I yeah. think they, they uh, the company who we were working with, edited it within, within about a week. We needed a fast turnaround, so, so it, was, yeah, it, was, uh, it was all about getting the right shot in the right location, yeah. so that it, it sped up the work later down the line. There was yeah. less kind of, yeah. you know, there's no CGI, there's no nothing. Yeah. It's, it's performance video it is what you see but I mean that was a hard day though I mean kind of 11 12 hours of shooting scene after scene performing the song maybe 35 times in a day it's like doing it's a bit like doing 10 shows back to back because you're performing the same song and you're doing it 40 50 times I mean, there were points through the video where I was dancing, I had a stitch, and he's telling me, keep coming, don't And I'm thinking, I'm going to die any minute, but we got there, and we got a great, that great was, end that, result. That was my inroad into you, that was the one that I listened to, and it was uh, like, okay, and I just played it, and then I played it, and then I played it again, and that's when I thought, right, what else have you done? And yeah, yeah. Like, and against the beauty that we said about finding new music to air, yeah. uh, it's a real nice mix of different sort of genres yeah. and like you know 
people sort of come to, for one band and go away with half yeah, a dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's a, that's a fantastic thing with festivals as well. I mean, you're open to, open to discovery. Yeah. So, uh, you're exposed to so much that you may not have otherwise been. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. For listeners as well, then, so we can turn all the listeners on to you. Yeah. If you can pick two tracks, what two tracks would you pick? them to listen to. And they might vary between us, perhaps we should it, both give them. Would it be alright to play them on the show? Well, for, uh, yeah, of course. Um, you're talking about our own music. Yeah. yeah. Um, firstly, I would suggest that uh, they check out a track called Stomp the Box, which was something that we wrote back in 2009. Um, it was probably one of our most popular tracks. Um, it's instrumental, but it, it summarises the production and, and it allows people to go, OK, so they were making that in 2009. I understand now the, the link and the link yeah, that they've made yeah, to the yeah. music they're making today. Yeah. Um, and you can pick the other one. Oh, well, I thought we were going to get two each, We've had I mean, fights where people yeah. are sort of like, you know, almost blows. Yeah, yeah, there were arguments over this, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to kind of build on what Liam said, that I think Runyu's really got to be the, the, the best example to kind of build on what Liam said from that first point with Stompbox, where we were with sound, to demonstrate the evolution uh, to where we are now. I think Runyu or Let It Burn. Let It Burn for me. So what have you got? what's the plan then for the rest of 2016? Well, at the moment, it's tricky to look past the next five weeks. We are pretty much on tour solidly. So tonight yeah, we've, we finish our set. We've got half an hour to get off stage, get our stuff back into the uh, into the bus. And then we're straight to Dover, get, an, uh, yeah, get a tunnel straight across uh, to meet Enter Shikari on their first date of their European tour. So we do that for 10 days, and then we travel overnight from Barcelona to Leeds. Yeah, Barcelona to Leeds. In pretty much one go. And uh, we we pick up with Crossfaith on the UK part of their um, tour for another 10, 11 days. And then we have two days off, and then we travel to Japan for uh, seven days for our own headline tour in Japan. That's amazing. So, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty busy. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, if you think about life for a second, you know, like we've got nine to five jobs and that kind of stuff. Do this as a hobby, and you think, wow, I'm off to Japan and it, you know, it's, Barcelona, it, it, Leeds, even. You know, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's very, it's very fortunate position to be in. We're very lucky to get to go and play all these places. So yeah, it's we're, we're pretty. You, know, you put the work into it, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. You've got to put the work in in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just given to you. And no, and the touring things it's a real thing too like the level of work that needs to go into the performance every night you know you've got to give it everything you have every single night and I think we've got about 20 shows in a row that day off it's going to be pretty testing but it's going to be good fun it's a good point isn't it because that show could be the first time that somebody's seen you you, and that's what they're going to judge you on that show is at our stage right now that show is always the first time at least one person is seen so and as I say you only get one chance for first impression most of the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's going to be a, a busy five weeks, but we're looking forward to 
Well, as a new fan, I wish you every success, yeah, guys. Good Thank you very much. much. Thoroughly appreciate it. It's been that. great talking to you. And again, I will uh, happily promote everything that you do. That's very kind of you. That's very, very nice of you. Very, very Thank nice you very awesome. much for having Thank us. You. It's been Anytime. really nice yeah, talking to you. Really nice um, yeah. you too. Yeah, if you guys are around from one till two, we'll be destroying the main stage. Right then. Awesome. You might even get to hear Stockbox. Ah, right then. Are you on then? Cheers, guys. Enjoy the rest of your Thank you. It doesn't matter what they say I won't accept it in any single way And I, through the floors and I, through the cabling They put me in it through every single day But I won't be confined by the regimented borders We got the strength of over 50,000 soldiers We're not too deep to anybody's orders I want everybody now
Right, Chris, the listeners have just listened to Run You by The Chemist. Now, we bigged it up like mad before the mm. interview, didn't we? Yeah. Do you, th- do you think they've got into it as much as we did? I hope so. I yeah. Hope it's, it's, it's motivated people to get up off their ass and, and do something. Well, if you're driving a car, obviously, <laughs> yeah. uh, don't drive it erratically. But, um, yeah, they're just uh, – they are going to be like on a playlist for when I'm, I'm doing something energetic, you know, obviously not having sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be over in seconds if that's the case. But, you know <laughs> – um but yeah so they're they're all wicked yeah yeah i'd like to imagine people listening to this podcast and that song then and you know maybe they're walking home from work through a city and then you know they just they just break into the sprint and start running because they can't help themselves you know yeah yeah it is one of those right moving on the last band um that we talked to and then as we go on and we'll talk a little bit about saturday night together and these were also the last band that we saw live as well um and across the three shows this is the longest interview of them all uh, they've all sort of averaged out at like about 10 minutes each this one i think is about 20 minutes uh because we had such a great time chatting with them as you will hear um and it's lawnmower death Mm. What's uh, were you aware of Lawnmower Death before Hard Rock Hell, Chris? I'd never heard of Lawnmower Death, and then you gave me a bit of a heads up, um, saying that you know they'd sort of been in the you know formed what, in the eighties. Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, they've been around a long time, and then kind of um, uh, you know either disbanded or or stopped putting out music, and then became. You know, some uh, momentum sort of started to grow because of the Simon Mayo show on on Radio Two, and ever since then, they have just. It's hard to describe. I, I put this together in, in the same sort of bracket as you and your, you know, uh, Samurai Cop sort of thing. You know, from doing a fan commentary to then going to Hollywood and then doing the, you know, the, the Q and A and everything else. I mean, that's more, you know, that's, that's incredible. I, I love that story. That that's just like one of the best stories ever, but this band is a similar story in as much as they've just become so popular. But the thing about these guys is, and this is what I was talking about earlier on. These are like middle-aged guys, you know, in their sort of like what late forties, early fifties, would mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, yeah. Who by their own admission, can't fucking believe what's happened to them or <laughs> or the sort of like popularity and there's people coming out saying oh this was all engineered you know and they're like we wouldn't have a fucking clue how to put <laughs> you know you think your credit you've given us to far too much credit um to think that we could ever engineer anything like this uh but th- lawnmower death obviously I've, I've gone back and we we caught these guys live didn't we because i did, thought yeah. gotta watch them you know because we've interviewed them and uh I'd, I'd wanted to watch them because this was after the sort of like the uh the the aor stage and that we went and watched um just to see what they're like because we got the bassist and the guitarist we were chatting to really funny guys you know like kind of just no pretension about them just like i said middle-aged guys can't believe what's happened to them um the bassist has said you know oh, you know they get asked do, do we do like uh covers you know of different songs or whatever and they, they do like one for kids in america but they're like no i can play lawnmower death and that's it i don't want to learn how to play anything else i'm not interested in anything else it's lawnmower death and that's it you know <laughs> um but really cool and then so we're into the interview i don't know how long we're into it like five or ten minutes this guy just walks over 
Um, you know, and these are total not like we've described some of the other bands earlier on, like Ranger, like they, those guys are like metal or rock and roll. These guys, this just like look like normal, like I said, blokes. You, you, get a, you go for a pint down the pub with one of, you know, with them, you know, that, that's kind of got blokes that they look like. This guy walks over and I swear he, he's just like, I'm thinking to myself from the corner, you know, I'll see him in the corner of my eye. Who's this fucking weirdo? And, it, and it, he's just like a bloke with glasses, a beard, bit of a bald head, um, like a bit of a sort of like I don't want to call it cagoul, but you know, like a, a, a an old style type jacket kind of thing. And he just sits down, and I'm thinking, what's going on here? And then the <laughs> the other guys just sort of like t- start taking the piss out of him. It turns out he's their drummer, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I just I love them. I love them for sort of like the like I said that they've got no pretension about them. They're just enjoying life. And that's I was thinking about this earlier on. And you've got these young uh, kids. I don't want to call them kids. That sounds really dry. They're kids to me now. Like I, I think I'm at that stage in my life where, uh, you know, these are twenty year olds. They're half my age, kind That's of thing. Jo- join uh, the old man club now. Exactly. Mate. They're kind of like you got these kids like Chase the Ace, you know, and Ranger, and they're just like you know, loving life and and you know enjoying it for from a different point of view. But it doesn't matter how old you are because and it, you know and this is why you should never take life for granted I guess in as much as you know if you think you get past it you get to a point in your life you think oh I'm too old now and oh, I've been talking about age throughout this whole fucking show but you know what I mean and you think well you never know what's around the corner these guys probably thought well that's the end of lawnmower death you know we had a, a laugh when while we were doing it we we took the piss I mean I've got this is where I'm going to fall down with my choice of songs because I have no fucking clue <laughs> because when you have songs like um, Weeble wobble, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Um, or flying killer cobs from the planet from the planet Bob. Um, ooh crikey! Ooh, yeah, loads loads of cover versions as well. Kid, um, kids in America and all sorts. They do you know, cover versions. Uh, Was it got no legs? Don't come crawling to me. Um, <laughs> s- s- sumo rabbit and his inescapable trap of doom. <laughs> Egg sandwich. <laughs> Um, what was it? You know, you just nasal infection. Um, I'm just looking at March of the Dweebs. Somebody call me a taxi. Did you spill my pint? <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I've got no fucking clue what to pick. Um, I guess uh, possibly kids in America or Satan's trampoline. I don't know. But uh, they were awesome. Just such cool guys, you know, really fun. And watching them afterwards, I just didn't expect it. It's shouty music, don't get me wrong, and songs that last for seconds. I mean, they sort of like mentioned a band called Napalm Death, which I have heard of, uh, but never really got into them. And I know that they got like songs that last for like eight seconds or 16 seconds or something stupid like that, you know. In it. But, you know, the, <laughs> looking at them, you wouldn't think that'd be the type of music that they'd play. But they were awesome. Really nice guys. They were. They, I mean, these are guys, it would be an absolute pleasure that if you're going, okay, it's you know Friday or Saturday night, you're down the pub, you'd want them sat at your table with you, wouldn't you? And you, yeah. you know, you you'd definitely be in for a great night. You really would. Um, and we will we'll have a little chat about when we saw them live as well when we get to that to that bit. But you know, even just chatting with them and the interview, there is a reason why this is the longest interview of the three shows because <laughs> the stories you're going to hear are just amazing. Um, and the songs, Chris, you you have said both titles. You have mentioned both the titles that I'm going to play. Um, and we're going to kick it off with 
flying killer cobs from the planet Bob. (laughs) 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 Fucking brilliant. All those years ago, that's yeah. when he grabbed me. Yeah. There was something about I mean, Kiss, obviously legendary, but uh, I, I like Creatures of the Night, and then after that, yeah. I was like, I don't really get Checked it. Out, yeah, whereas he was amazing. mad on it. I'm sure you had Kiss Bob Rock. I can't remember. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right, so you, you market a product, but you want <laughs> what your ass off. That's the ultimate, now, isn't it? It's the ultimate. 
charge somebody for fibres to wipe their arse. Yeah. yeah. Sounds fantastic marketing. Yeah, yeah, fair news. Maybe that's a trick we're missing. What would be the ultimate lawnmower death? We talked about it last time we were at Manti Liners, definitely. We're not going down that No, we thought of ties, because our demographic is middle-aged men, as we are. So we thought ties, slippers, cufflinks. Well, that was about it, really. Yeah, pants, <laughs> maybe. For the discerning gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Smoking for, for, jackets. for 40 yeah. to 50 year old men. Right? Yeah. Like well, we're looking at because we, we finally got a merch store online after 30, 40 years or whatever it's been. And it was like people could say, Can we get t shirts in any other place other than a gig? And it was like, No. But finally, somebody's set us one up. So we're like, What can we do for merch? We're on about hoodies and things. And I thought, I'm nearly 50. I'm not wearing a hoodie. Like, Does any of our lot wear hoodies? I don't know. Well, I've got one on, but it's not a metal. No, no, it's not that one. I've got a spiky logo all over the front. So Mrs. Flymo is our merch person. Yep. Yeah. Drummer's wife, yeah. Bless her. She's took it upon herself and set up a little web store and she's sitting at home now licking envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> Bless her. So you touched on them. You've been going a few years. We have. With a break. With a break. With a break, yeah. With a break, yeah. 87, I think, was it? Yeah, probably. Left school in 85, yeah. Well, me and him and Brendan the singer have been in various crap things, like when we were growing pubes, basically. Uh, We've been mates since we were... Well, I've known you since I was four. Pete, we used to hide from at school because he was a school nerd. Yeah, he used to sit on the desk behind me and he's like, comfort. Yeah, we used to hide. We used to be at Steve's house and Pete would come round like knocking on the window. We're like, hide, don't his rainbow sweatshirt on. Fucking hell, Pete. It's like, shit, hide. Then we found out he was actually alright. He used to have that grey old one Saxon sweatsuit he used to wear. And then he started playing guitar into it. Badly. And, and, yeah, he was so shit at that. We, uh, just had Made to him say, I mean, think Pete, he's the musical one in the band. He's actually got qualifications in music. He can play keyboards and stuff like that. So we made him sing, and he can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was, that's the kind of logic that started the band. Yeah, Maybe because he hasn't got a fucking up. And, 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 and a no, classic me. quote this afternoon from Mr. Flyover was, so how did you end up playing drums then, Mr. Flyover? I was like, because guitar looked too hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is, guitar, you're like, when you, when you first start to play, you're like that, and you go, <laughs> and you move, and you're like, <laughs> I just want to hear shit. Yeah. 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 And then, like I said, then, then the reality strikes when you carry bloody bass drums up the stairs or whatever. I've told him, I've told him now. It's like, get a drum machine, program it, and just sit and drink. Why do you want to hit them things? Why do you want to do all that sort of crap? Because he hates drums. We've got a drummer who hates drums. you got a singer who can't sing, a drummer who yeah. hates yeah. drums. Yeah. We were saying that we were saying he's better at drums than me, actually, Peter's the singer. We were on about it, yeah. We were saying that like, he's the actual musical one in the yeah, band. Yeah, I mean, he can't do is Paddy, Paddy's, Paddy's in another gimmick. band, obviously, that are reasonably talented. Line of fire, and they don't really, even yeah. use gimmicks, do they? No, 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 no gimmicks. <laughs> but you know, they're good lads, they seem to know what they're doing. I don't know how Paddy's managed to get his way in there. Pat's about bribes yeah, that's again. The thing. We've got Paddy in the band, but like. you play a bit of guitar, but you know, if we don't rehearse six months. He doesn't hit any drums. Yeah. I don't do any bass singing. Pete yeah. doesn't do any singing, so... You wouldn't believe how hard we have to rehearse just to be the level of shit that we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's staggering. It's staggering. And we've only been playing these songs, though, Ian, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. And we, we have managed to write two. Problem. We've written two new songs. We, we play a game with him now in rehearsal, yeah. like, go, like yeah. guess this tune. We can actually do the beginning of Sumo Rabbit, which... If, you know, love or death, you know, like, and he'll still look there like, 
What is it? How? How have you not known that? <laughs> and yet you've now got a merch store and well, well, people asking to buy t shirts and stuff. Yeah, it must be doing something right. I think people just, like, I don't know, I, I don't understand the appeal of lawnmower that never happened. We've got to be careful about mentioning the merch store because it's my wife that's doing it. And if we mention it too, mate, people start ordering the t shirts. So you go to lawmodeath.co.uk forward slash first. And she was there till 12 o'clock at night. And she won't get a benefit from looking being your carer, will she? You're a bastard. That was especially when we got back together again, Sneepy. We got photos of Andy Sneep. Sent me a text and said, What happened to Flymo? He looks like John Noakes. What? Like, more like DLT. Yeah, what does he look like? Though? Jason Donovan. Right, he does. Definitely Jason Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> With a beard. <laughs> you said you, you had a break, didn't you? Right. Yeah. So you had yeah. this break. What is it? Am I right in saying that Simon Mayo had something to do? I read somewhere about the Simon Mayo that, confessions thing. What's all yeah, that's that? That's recent. That's, that's recent. recent. That's what, like November. What time. got us back together uh, was Pete's 40th birthday. Yeah. Um, We'd all stayed, well, we hadn't seen, he fucked off, we'd never heard from him, he was only living there. We don't like we don't like, yeah, we don't like you that much. Yeah, it was only, <laughs> when we split up, we sort of kind of went separate with EP and Chris stayed mates and stuff. And then, we uh, went to university, was, didn't we? Yeah. So. And then, be, you know, we just went to university yeah, for just yeah, yeah. 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 But um, Pete's 40th, we tried to get hold of Kev, who was also in the band, next acid rain guy. Uh, and he, he rode crews for Bullet for my Valentine, he's, he's Badger's guitar tech. Uh, and he said, no, no, he said, I can't make it because I'm out with them, but they want you to support us. And I was like, really? So we got back together for that, yeah. that one-off gig at Alexandria Palace. That's what we did. Oh, yeah, 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 why was, not? That yeah. Was, yeah. Well, that was it, it was like, no, really, no. he's asked me, do you want to do it? It's like, well, it's a Saturday night in November, you know, what else have I got to do? Well, do you want to yeah. play to 10,000 people at Ali Pali? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The reality yeah. was we played to about 5,000 confused teenagers. They're all looking at us like, what the heck is this shit? But um, yeah, so like, we've had a series of really fortunate events since that point, like yeah. Download. And we walked off there and Andy Copper was there, right, you played Download this year? Fuck off. And, yeah. like, and you're like, we did. And so we've known Copper for about 40 years, haven't we? Yeah. So yeah. it's all yeah. about blagging and So this one-off thing's trundled on now for about eight years. Good. And after, because I thought, after for the Baltimore Valentine thing, I thought well, just that one gig, <laughs> that was the reunion, and then that bit, we'd just go back yeah. to what yeah. we're doing kind of thing. But then when, some, when Copper comes and says, do you want to do download next year? Or you're doing download next yeah. year? You simply kind of think, we're what? not, you're lying. Well, yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That, that's the best thing I've ever had. I, 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 I probably spent like the run up to that just dreaming every night that I'm going to be stood on stage I won't have pants on or something like that. You know those horrible terror dreams that you have and there's going to be just nobody there watching it. And we walked out and there was a tent packed full of people and you just like, they've got the wrong band. <laughs> what the hell is so we, we have we bumbled along with these really amazing sort of things and then just before Christmas uh, the Christmas show uh, yeah Simon Mayo all of a sudden I, I was driving home from work and I just got my phone started to beep 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 and I was like what the fuck's going off here it's like somebody died or and uh, then my mate rang me and he says you're on Simon Mayo <laughs> really and he says yeah he says he said they just mentioned you and I said oh was it just a one off mention he goes no they're still talking about you now and he put his phone next to the radio so I could hear it and I was like get on the phone I'll try and get Radio 2 on and like, it turned out that somebody had written into the confessions part of the show 
uh, talking about that he was the face in the crowd in the Kerrang magazine in like 1980 yeah. 1993 or something yeah. wasn't at it? a Lawnmower Death concert of course the rest of his crew started to laugh at the name Lawnmower Death and then they started researching so there is actually a band called Lawnmower Death and they and kept still going kind yeah. of thing. and they played a couple of tracks and that kind of led on to a little bit more ridiculousness because Pete phoned me up following goes I'm going on Simon Mayo later oh, wow. <laughs> and he was like what live I was shooting yeah. myself for it yeah, I was dead nervous yeah. Yeah. also Pete's on the radio uh, I'm talking to Simon Mayo this <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous but that day when it, was, when it was first on I was driving home from work and I'd popped in to ask to pick up some beer and I come out and I'm driving down the road and Simon Mayo comes on you know, I didn't know, and it suddenly went, "Oh yeah, Lawnmower Death's album were called Ooh Crikey," and their absolute classic is "Return of the Fabulous Metal Bozo Clowns." <laughs> and I'm like, "Am I going to an abstract reality? <laughs> <laughs> is it like a negative reality version?" <laughs> and then it kept mentioning. I thought, "What the fuck's gone on here?" So I'm like texting these, and obviously he's driving it. Yeah, it was the most preposterous thing. Like he did the interview and everything. We thought, "Well, yeah, that was a bit mental." And then uh, his publicist or whatever it is from the show sort of said, do you want to write us a, a little ident song, like for Dr. Marsh? Because they do like a Wednesday feature called Dr. Dr. Marsh. And he comes on and he usually plays like an Ozzy Osbourne track or some classic metal thing. So we thought, all right, so just a 16-second little Dr. Marsh thing. And now every Wednesday they play it. Wow. It's just before it's it. And it's just like, That's it's just radio too. Yeah. So, yeah, if some... they told you back back in the day, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody, on radio some, too. Somebody yeah. said that. Somebody said that on Facebook. I think it was Simon Hall or something like that. Out of uh, the order said, if you'd have told me that Lawnmower Death would write one new track in like 30 years <laughs> and it would air on Simon Mayo on Radio 2 and it would be 14 seconds long <laughs> and it kind of sums us up that preposterousness it's like we don't go seeking it we don't no. try it's, to be anybody we're not because I read somewhere on summer that like the, the thing that we like somehow engineered that this thing to come on Simon Mayo it all a big plan yeah. to like advertise our Christmas gig and it wasn't at all we don't have management we haven't got agent well we have got agent but he doesn't do football do you know who else is on our agent Jason Donovan Jason Donovan Crazy World of Arthur Brown really yeah. I don't know and us and us yeah so, and how many gigs has he actually ever given us? Well, none, because we normally stay in. We get off at something. We'll say, can you sort we, this out for to us? To be honest, it takes I'm, a I'm absolutely honest, we don't know how we're here. Yeah. I don't idea. know how we're here. Well, we're on the way down, so I don't know. Booked this I don't one, know don't if know. the agent's booked it or Pete's booked it. I don't know if we're getting paid. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing no. about this. No. And that's kind of how in we some operate. Ways, that's where, you know, it's a really great thing about life, and you? you just kind of exactly. turn up and it's an educated guess. We used to work at a little Royal Ordnance factory, and uh, like this is when we were doing it back in the day. And we'd we'd do a tour, we'd come back and I'm buzzing, and like the lads at Ordnance just bring you straight back down to earth again. Did you do a turn at weekend, lads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were a working man's club. <laughs> <laughs> And it, yeah, yeah, and it's like saying, might as well. <laughs> we never got airs set halfway for bingo. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's like, oh, did you do a couple of shows in the night and stuff like that? It's like, what the hell? Are they? Well, I go and see a band. They'll do a bit and then they go to the bar and have a few. No, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's, you play it's simply the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's raining, Ben. Yeah. You guys have got the best titles for songs, though. <laughs> Again, just bored out of not knowing what we're what doing. What are some of your favourites? For me, I, 
I don't know. I, I still really like Lamson with his hands up or something because it's just preposterous. And the fact again, it was about somebody we worked at, worked with. Roll oh, on. That's it. always good though. Well, most, most of you, Crikey, was written about guys me and him work with because uh, Royal Ordnance you're in a factory yeah. and you see these TV programmes like about bin men or you work about factories and you get characters all over the place that's where Cobbleman of Death meets Mr Smelly Mop we used to have this Cobbleman <laughs> who used to come round it's like we used to call her the Cobbleman of Death yeah. and then if you went to the Bob for a sleep because you do in a factory it was like who turns it and go for a box thing mine you go <laughs> get your head you used to come out with really rosy cheese and yeah. start in the bug like yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> and, and, just, and we had this guy who used to come in cleaning the toilets and he had he had this mop that he used to stick on because he knew you in there asleep he used to stick it on jam it around and it used to stink and he'd be like fuck you now so we just imagine them two having a fight so that's where that came from uh, Satan's trampoline was yeah. <laughs> about a spotty guy that we used to work with he was a real nerd he was horrible and he used to do trampolining for young boys yeah for young boys <laughs> <laughs> we, used to, we used to call him Bedoying and then we started calling him like Satan and it was like Satan's trampoline came born out of that yeah. so those sort of things do hold quite a lot of fondness to be fair yeah, oh, yeah, just fair. because of what what it was about and again it's because we didn't know any better really didn't sort of kind of try to be silly yeah. it just happened sounds <laughs> like just having loads of fun with yeah. it all yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's oh, the best yeah. way to I mean for, for God's sake there is no, no way we could write anything like proper serious I mean I know we had a go we did. with Billy but you know that, that was kind of well the worst know, thing we ever did was a little girl or whatever main squeeze yeah. what a load of shit that was yeah. <laughs> it seemed like why we had to sort it up Jesus Christ awful Pete awful. got broken heart and started writing these songs and we were just like what the hell <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, being in a band is the best one you can have. Yeah, we've got. Well, I think we're getting paid. I don't know. If we're yeah, you're paid, hoping so. But yeah. we're hoping so. But we've got a free weekend away. We've yep. sat and had tinnies of ale all day. Yep. Sat in our little nice uh, chalet with the line of fire guys, watching the rugby, talking to you a lot. Never go yeah. playing a few bands. About. A bit of thrash. Oh, well, we won't be watching any bands. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see a bit of Exodus because we're going to be there ready to go. Oh shit! Can't follow these boys. No, we're not really interested in that. But you know. We're, you know, when people say to me, oh, you know, you can play guitar, can you, you know, play an, an Oasis song? No, 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 I can't. <laughs> All I can play is a few Lord My Death songs, that's it. No musical talent, no desire, no, <laughs> don't want to end. Just put me in Lord My Death for 45 minutes on a stage every quarter, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. That'll do me fine. I mean, we can't say what it is, but we, are, we have got the most preposterous thing that's ever happened to us. Well, this ever, ever happened in the history of metal. It will be. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, we can't oh. say anything yet. But what I will say, it's going to happen to download. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. And you'll, when you hear what it is, when it all goes public, it's like, that is going to be the pinnacle. Of when we have engineered it. Yeah, we've engineered yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Simon Mayo's engineered it for us. <laughs> it's nothing to do with him, to be fair. But, um, yeah, it is, it's going to be one of those defining moments where you're just going to go, what, what, how did that I happen? Think, I think yeah. we'll explode. He will. Yeah. He'll do a spinal tap. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be the drummer exploding. We know it's happening. It's definitely 100% happening. It, it, it's just, Jesus Christ. Jesus oh, <laughs> oh, Christ. It, it's... It will be Gene, um, Paul, 
No, it's more preposterous than that. It is more preposterous than that. Gene's going to come on and do, did you spill my bike? It's more preposterous than that. I say, what is going to happen is it's going to make people either be sick or I don't know. I don't know how you explain it because I'm, I'm kind of already... It's great though, isn't it? You know, all these years from when you got together, that all this is still happening now. It must be amazing for you. Andy Coppin, bless him, because uh, obviously he's, he's, he's now involved in this thing. But he says, I love chances, and you lot are the biggest chances that I know. And he, say, he says, you've always got something happening. It's like, yeah, but we don't plan it. it just but that's the other thing about like, who's going to see that. You know, if, this might sound a bit big end, but you know, if I'd have gone and seen us when I was 17, 18, I'd have absolutely fucking loved it. Because it's chaos, it's mental, shit's happening, you don't know what's going on, you know, punky kind of tunes and two minute songs and stuff. I'd love to have gone, gone and seen a band like us. And that's why I still feel about it now, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. You know? So yeah. when I get bored of it, I ain't doing anything wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. Well, I'm going to ask you something now that uh, we've seen bands come to blows with this question, haven't we? Yes. Oh. We've seen fights start with this question. Did you spell so my part? Just be, just be ready. <laughs> New listeners, might be listeners listening to this now haven't heard Lone Mower Death right two songs you can pick two songs for them to listen to what two would they be and is it alright to play them on the show wow that's a toughie isn't it I think maybe can I cultivate your groinal garden <laughs> I forgot I forgot <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to play that on the radio will you <laughs> <laughs> let's play it on this oh you can do it on the I mean, the my favourite song is uh, Buddy Holly. That is my favourite song to play. But it doesn't really sum up Lawnmower, does it? No, no, no but it's a brilliant song to play. And that's I'd, I'd say the You Crikey album, obviously, is the one that, you know, it's got a lot of fond memories and everything else. And people seem to be the album that people always refer to and go, oh, it's yeah. brilliant. And on that, my favourite, Fine Killer Cobbs. Love that. Uh, Egg Sandwich is mint. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, were, we, were writing, uh, we were writing an album which sounds, again, ridiculous thing to say. But, you know, we were writing these songs, Steve was always writing the lyrics and we were playing, and he never wrote anything. He never wrote football. So we said, right, right, you write a song, you write a song, you write a song. So he wrote fucking egg sandwich, didn't he? Gave me this scribbly little bit of paper already. It was like, two slices of bread, a big fat egg, what does that make? Egg sandwich. <laughs> Genius. Now people like were mental for it. Yeah. We should do an egg sandwich station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do a concept album. Yeah. Yeah. Double album at that. Double, yeah. double yeah. concept. Yeah. Uh, Fanny Craddock inspired. Uh, <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah. Cooking tips by Law Murder. Cheese on toast. Cheese on toast. Cheese on toast. Cheese on toast. <laughs> <laughs> so you're onto something there. Yeah. 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 Judy toast sandwich. Judy toast sandwich. Piranha. Piranha toasty sandwich. It seems to be happening with you. Just and continues to keep happening with you. It does. It is. Yeah, great. Because like I say, what else would you be doing? You'd just be sat at home and weekend decorating or something. And we've come up with a challenge. You've got to name a band after like 10, 20, 30 years. You know, not a new band that was formed last week. Of a band that is that still got the original line. All the original line. Whoa! We've got five, I think. I think there might be five or six. Yeah. But we can think. One. Well, I'll we'll leave that. We don't know every band we'll in the world. That we'll leave that, that. Yeah. We'll leave that with the listeners. We'll leave that with the listeners. We are one of those bands, so you can't name us. <laughs> and, and if you can guess any bands 
the radio station will give you some fantastic prize. <laughs> I think 250 quid minimum. Yeah. Paul, Paul Stanley tour jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll make the edit now. Come on then, name some. Bloody yeah, hell. hell. I was thinking of all like the classic bands that I'm into was it's tough, but there are there are a few from the original members yeah. that's still going. That's still going. I mean, Twisted Sister have had the same members, but that weren't the original members, were they? No, they but it, and even so, right now, of course, AJ. the drummer sadly AJ. died. Died, so, didn't he? Yeah, so, so, yeah. A different drummer. Yeah. yeah. So AJ is gone. Kiss, Priest, no. Scorpions. No. no, I said Scorpions. It was like no. But no, no, they've had Check quite a few is, changes, yeah. haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, all the ones I grew up with, you know, the Van Halens yep. and. And I think out of six we've come up with a really class two. No, our no, 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 genre. In our family. Oh, no, no. Well, I say one of them, you two. I mean, it was our. We're not having that. No, we're not having that, though, yeah. not. It says a lot, though, doesn't it? You know, yeah. about it's tough to name bands that. And the thing is, together. you know, Paddy always goes on about Leonard Skinner. And, you know, we, we can't. <laughs> you know, and he goes absolutely wild. It's not fucking Leonard Skinner. It is not. It's a covers band. And then you think about bands. There are no original members. Oh, yeah. You know, there is not one. And you know, how does how does that How's happen? That work, how yeah. is a band a band that didn't even write the fucking songs? Yeah. Or what even in the band? Yeah. How, how can that be? Yeah, how can that be? Yeah, it brings your point, it's a covers band. Yeah. Still going under the proper name, they're not called. You know, I hate to say Napalm. There there is not one original member in Napalm Death. Which I didn't know until today. I was quite shocked. We by can that, still it? say they are a very, very good band. They are a very good band, but there are other bands that are equally as good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shane and Barney and Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> See, I always thought Shane was with them from day one. So. Uh, and about Exodus Bin, have they got any original members? I don't know if they have. Because Gary Holt's still sort of. I don't, I don't know what the line of so, That's crazy, isn't it? I can't think of any. Slayer, Metallica, Anthrax. Uh-huh. No, that's definitely going to be our Johnny give us, We'll give yeah. you one. Go on. Beardy Chaps. ZZ Top. ZZ yeah. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. They're one of the All the classic rock bands you think of anybody, you know. Yeah. Mostly Deep Purple, there's been 8 million members. Yeah. yeah. UFO, 8 million members. Yeah. White Snake. It's amazing what you do when you're passing your time driving. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, that is. That is a good one. We'll leave that with the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah. a beard. Listeners, phone in next Tuesday <laughs> if, in, if in the middle of your gig later you hear a band name being shouted out <laughs> yeah. it's us yeah. we've just thought of yeah. Yeah. we'll get you on stage to announce it yeah yeah this is, this is one we actually ought to step right at the beginning of the stand yeah right before we start you've all got to think of a band we'll get we you have on a blackboard didn't we yeah, yeah. 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 could come up at the side of the stage yeah. couldn't yeah. they yeah. Right yeah. sorry a chalkboard yeah. yeah. the chalkboard yeah. equality and diversity chalkboard <laughs> <laughs> Or a dry whiteboard. Yeah. Why not? So let's get. You don't one. want to get down the white wine thing. I'm not saying. Dry white. white. You just said dry white. You did. You did. Got to be careful there. No, so let's get a, uh, a chalkboard. We'll have it up on stage tonight. Yeah, that'll be. Do you think you can find them around? What is Wales? We get slate. That's true. Go out to the beach. Where are you going to eat your from? There must be some inedible thing you can just use to screw I know, I know, when a man's getting on a bit, Rennie. 
I've got Rennie. some Rennies. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Oh, yeah. A bit of heartburn later. There must be a dog log somewhere that's got to be Yeah, yeah. It's cool. No, the they only log. had the, the white dog in the 70s. Yeah, right. Yeah, hard to find now. Even in Wales, hard to find. I, used to, I mean, that was my childhood, white dog poop. Yeah. And oh, what, yeah. what's happened there? Why is it white? Yeah. And then it just sort of disappeared, yeah. like, you know, a vampire in sunlight. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing now, you have to bag it and tag it, don't you? But, like, people around our way bag it and hang it from a tree yeah. for some unknown reason. Yeah. I don't really get that. You can go cycling through the woods or something. And watching all these bags of poop. <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Somebody's Yeah, who's like, cheers for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh well cheers for today mate. you're it's, welcome it's been welcome. great talking to you and it's really good that you know you're all still doing what you love doing yeah, yeah. man living a dream I yeah. can't wait to hear this announcement later on in the year hey, yeah well I don't know whether we're gonna we don't know if it's gonna get announced or whether we're well, allowed we, to just yeah we'll find out we'll, yeah. once people know we'll say, start leaking it I think, yeah yeah yeah. Engineered, yeah. engineered leak. <laughs> Everybody yeah. listening. It's going to be wild. Yeah. It's definitely going to be wild. Keep listening to Simon Mayo just in case as well. Mick Jagger's really looking forward to it. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much, well, guys. It's awesome. not Mick Jagger. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you later. Want, that's what See you later. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> the gig. Seriously, if we do think of a name we will shout yeah, it out yeah, well, that's why we expect that yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it people are just saying oh you may just hear why is it just saying I've had a name if you just hear a cry for Where help Ryan? No. <laughs>
Okay, that was Lawnmower Death and Satan's Trampoline. <laughs> just, just be careful if you want to go on Satan's Trampoline. Uh, and that was it, mate. That was... Um, I think we finished the interviews like about 6.30, 6.40 in the evening. Uh, and then we dumped all the equipment, didn't we, back at the chalet. Uh, and we walked across and we decided, okay, we're, we're going to have a few beers. I'm gonna have. I'm definitely gonna have more than the one beer than I had on the on the Friday night. Mm. Um, we were looking at the lineup, uh, and we knew, especially after talking to Lawnmower Death, we wanted to see them. Uh, and luckily, it worked out that they were the last band that were playing, and it was over on one of the other stages. So we walked across to the a- AOR stage, um, had a beer, or, or two, or three, or four, <laughs> or, or maybe even more than that. Um, and again, like we said before, great atmosphere. You know, you got the likes of Rob Wild walking past. Uh, you got other bands walking past. You got all the fans there. You know, all dressed up. It's great looking at people's t-shirts and you know all the all the different patches that were on sewn onto all of the stuff. Looking at asses. Looking at asses, yeah. <laughs> and then, like you say, then they turn around. And you think shit. Uh, um, yeah. I tell you what was really cool when I was getting a drink. The uh, guitarist from Teenage Casket Company, the, the one I mentioned, the you know, sort of like clean-looking guy, uh, uh, you know, uh, with uh, the muscles. Uh, he he looked. He must have. Re- he recognised me, you know, and he um, he we shook hands and everything. That was awesome. I think that's really cool, you know. It is though, isn't it? Yeah, just mixing with the bands like that, and you know, like a few bands have said, or you know, already their fans as well. You know, just just because they're in a band, they're fans of other bands as well, and they get just as excited as we do to be there, you know, watching the bands that they love. Mm. Uh, you know, I think everybody just having such a great time. Uh, and the first band that we watched um, is a band that I'd heard of, but I'd never heard, and it's Dan Reed Network. Mm. Fucking hell. What a show. What a great... That's really turned me on to Dan Reed Network now. They were incredible. You know, again, similar to you, I I must admit, I'd never heard of them. And I think these guys have been around for a long time. That's probably fair to say. Um, You know what? They reminded me a lot of... um, Oh, shit. Who was it we we saw when Tom came down? Uh, Not Bonfire. um, Taiketo. Taiketo, yeah. And the energy that... Uh, that came through the crowd from the lead singer, uh, from the band itself, the type of music that it was. It was really well paced in terms of he got the crowd in the palm of his hand. They, the crowd were just, you know, dancing to his tune. Uh, just awesome. Just, you know, uh, really sort of like fun, melodic, having a laugh and a joke. The guy, uh, you know, was doing sort of like kung fu moves on the stage, dancing. He was covered in sweat, talking to the other band members. Just the thing I always remember about that Taiketo show is um, not only was the music amazing, but also the sort of, like I said, the sort of connection he had with the crowd. But just that sort of like having a smile on your face while you're playing, you know, as if it's like, yeah, we've been around for a long time, but we can still have a good time, you know, and enjoy ourselves. And just that love of the music, you know, they're just constantly smiling and enjoying themselves. And when you like that as a band, you, it, it, you know, it works for the crowd, I think, you know. Uh, I've been to some mean and moody 
gigs. I'm sure as we all have, you know, like Sepultura comes to mind, um, Soundgarden in their grumpy times, you know, and everything like that. In fact, well, talking about Soundgarden, I saw Audio Slave as well, and um, Chris Cornell was a hell of a lot happier, or at least he seemed it while he was playing with Audio Slave. He just seemed like a right grumpy twat when he was playing with Soundgarden <laughs> towards the end, anyway. But uh, yeah, these are just like I said, been there, done that, but can still enjoy themselves and and that really set, set the tone for the rest of the night and then and, and the bands that we watched after that just kind of i, I mean we'll, we'll get to them but they just didn't they sort of fell short a little bit do you know what i mean and, and that's no disrespect to them but because they such such a high mark you know benchmark you know they were brilliant oh yeah i mean th- this is a band that could have easily headlined that night you know if you if you're building up because like you said they they really uh connected with the audience and uh, you know taiketa were a good example who, you know who had seen the previous night uh, you know danny vaughan is such a great front man and it shows you know the difference uh and importance really of having a good front man you know because it's their job to make that connection with the audience and he did such a fucking amazing job that everybody was getting really into it you know probably there's a lot of people there like ourselves that weren't familiar with the music you know probably heard it heard of the band but not heard them but you you just couldn't help but get into the atmosphere of it and just go, yeah, these are fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he's definitely got it. And the band has got it. And they were, you know, the tight as a unit and the music was really good. Uh, and again, this is now it, it's like, why have I not listened to these before? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why have I taken all these years and not listened to them? So yeah, that's, you know, they've got some of my money now and listening to it and go, yeah, this is, this is amazing. And you know, it, but sometimes it takes something like this to turn you onto a band, doesn't it? And it's and it shows again the importance of watching a band live. Yeah, you can't beat that, as far as I'm concerned. I think you know, like I said, when we watched uh, Tiger Tales, I, I listened to some of their stuff like leading up to it, um, but seeing them live was a totally different experience, you know. Um, and I kind of fell in love with them even more, you know. And 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 Dan Reed Network were were, were very similar, you know, just yeah. a phenomenal live band, really were. Oh yeah. Really, really good. Uh, followed up by Quiet Riot. Yeah, I've heard of these. I must admit, but I don't never really sort of like heard of any of the music as such, you know. But I've heard of the band, um, so this was an experience for me. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was, I think it said a lot. Um, I mean, it what they were in the unfortunate position of having to follow Dan Reed Network, who really, you know, blown the doors off the place. Um, so you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing, unfortunately, following a performance like that. It did say a lot, really, when the biggest response they got were to their two Slade covers. Yeah. And not to their original songs. No, I mean, it's uh, Jizzy Pearls, the front man, isn't he? Well, the, he is. the, the lead singer. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've interviewed him for 80s Picture House again? Yes, yeah. Right saying. yeah. Um, cool guy, listening to the interview, and you saw him at the TIV from memory, is that right? Yeah, with Love Hate, yeah. And uh, so, again, he's been around for a long time, and obviously, you know, you've got the, is it Frankie Benali, the drummer? He is, yeah, he's the only, like, original member that's yeah. left, yeah. So, the, I mean, musically, you know, it, it, it's fine, but it, it's the, what I said about sort of like Dan Reed Network was there was that pacing there. It seemed as if you know this was just like bam 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 song 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 you know no real sort of like 
break for the um, for just to sort of like have a bit of a rest and then get the crowd back up and then take him down, get them back up, take him down and get them where you want them. It just seemed to be sort of like a bit relentless, a bit all of a bit samey and, and you know yeah. this, is, this is me who can't play a fucking instrument but you know what I mean <laughs> it's it did it, it just seemed a bit like a bit of a wall of noise as opposed to you know uh, each song for the Dan Reed network just seemed to um, you know sound a little bit different yeah yeah I totally agree with you there it was one did sort of seem to blend into another and yeah everybody was just sort of oh, okay but then the Slade covers came up and everything was up. <laughs> and, then that, um, yeah. and then that was it again. Well, but, you can't beat Slade, can you? I well, mean, you can't. And fair play, fair play to Frankie Benali as well, because afterwards when we left, uh, there's another band that we watched before we left the AOR um, arena. And Frankie was there and he was like chatting to everybody and he was having his photograph taken if you wanted it and all of this. You know, he's a nice guy. You know, fair play to him for that. But it was, again, you know, if... I mean, I'm sure this works at like loads of festivals, especially you know if you if you've got to follow a band that has really set the crowd alight, it's it's going to be tough. So mm. you know maybe if you saw them in a different circumstance, you know they could have impressed a little bit more. Um, but you know by no means, don't get me wrong, by no means were they crap. It's just they followed such a highlight with the Dan Reed Network that it just underplayed what they were doing, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then we go into the headliner of that night, which was uh, Gilby Clark. Mm. Again, uh, me being me, a bit of a fucking idiot. Um, I, I wasn't aware. I, mean, I, I like, you know, I love Guns N' Roses when I was growing up. You know, Appetite for Destruction was was one of the albums I listened to constantly. But it was Slash and Axl Rose. You know, I, at the t- that time in my life, that those were the two members of of Guns N' Roses. And then obviously you've got the, what use your illusion. So I didn't really know much about Gilby Clark because like I said, I'm an idiot before anybody accuses me of that. Um, but he was a member of Guns N' Roses, right? Saying that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he did do a Guns N' Roses song. I think, uh, well, it's not necessarily Guns N' Roses song, but he, uh, sang, um, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. Right. Saying that. Um, but yeah, there were, fine you know and again that's damning them with faint praise almost isn't it you know he just didn't get my blood pumping as much as um dan reed you know yeah yeah i know we are we are really sort of uh sucking dan reed's cock at the moment but <laughs> it, was, it, was, it deserves it <laughs> sweaty cock he, was, he, got, he did get very sweaty it's all those kung fu moves that he was doing but you know it, it was again it was the end of the night I was getting a bit drunk at this stage and uh, <laughs> I think uh, I just kind of like was thinking oh I could I could go for my bed coming up <laughs> <laughs> you can't like, sit when you get to a certain age it's like yeah, I just want to go to bed now. <laughs> cup of tea and a bed, and and that'll do me. I'm fine. Oh, and there's me, the enabler, going. Do you want another pint? I know <laughs> you wouldn't leave me alone. It was say, I was me with the sweets earlier on, and you with the drinks, and the you know towards the That's end of it. the night. I've moved on. I don't. I can only drink so many pints. I get. I get. You'll find this. Give, give yourself another few years, mate, and you'll get so. Oh, I'm a bit too bloated now for another pint. I'll, I'll go on to like the shorts. So I went on to the vodka and orange juice, didn't I? And then like you were still on the pints. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, Gilby Clark was good. He was. Um, I wasn't. You know, again, I'm not too familiar with his music. Uh, he was good. It was quite bluesy as well. I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is. You know, I would 
I do fancy listening to more that he's done as well. Um, but yeah, definitely the highlight uh, of the bands uh, that I saw. I, I mentioned um, in part two as well. You know, seeing Russ Ballard live for me was such a big deal, real big deal. But for pure holy fuck, these are amazing. It's got to be Dan Reed Network for yeah. the weekend for the live bands. Really has by a long way. Mm. Uh, so yeah, then we walked. Um, I would say staggered, but I think we were still capable of walking at that point. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had like the five-minute walk over to one of the other stages, which was thankfully close to the chalet where we were staying. Um, and Lorma were death, and we caught the majority. Um, I think we only missed—I don't think we missed too much. I think we missed like ten, fifteen minutes of the show, and we saw probably like about forty-five minutes of it. Uh, and again, you know, like yourself, it's—it's it's not music that I would pick and I would put on and listen to um but holy shit if you get the chance to see these guys live you have to do it because i guarantee 100 percent you will be thoroughly entertained discount what you think of the music right i remember a lot of the songs are only like 10 seconds long <laughs> yeah. but the stuff as well uh, that they do in between, you will be entertained. And they, and again, this this is a band that have been doing it, you know, since the eighties. They know how to work an audience. They know how to keep an audience engaged. And it's clear as day on stage, sort of the rapport they've got between themselves. You know, they they're really good mates, aren't they? You know, and they can just take the piss out of each other and just have a laugh on stage and, and stuff happens. And it's not, you know, they, they don't have anything scripted and it's not, you know, it's all choreographed. It's just all off the cuff as it happens. But we were, we were stood there, weren't we? We were pissing ourselves laughing at them and having such a great time watching them. Yeah. The, it's almost like, I don't want to describe them as a comedy act because that's, that's not. Oh, the, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they were having a lot of fun with the crowd, weren't they? Taking the piss, you know, like you said, taking the piss out of the crowd, taking the piss out of themselves, you know, just cracking jokes, um, taking the, you know, just taking the piss, really, and, and just enjoying themselves. And like I said, I mean, me is me, you know, like going on about it, saying, oh, I'm tired now, I want my bed. But they were fucking going for it, you know. Like I said, guys in their sort of like late forties, early fifties, <laughs> at one in the morning, and and really, you know, pumping it out. Um, I'm really chuffed that I got to see them live. Actually, after having interviewed them, like it was probably you know again one of the many highlights of the weekend. But um, just seeing them live, and like you said, well, they teased, didn't they, that they'd got a big. Uh, announcement that they were going to be making at some point. Um, yes. Not not sure if that's happened yet, but um, you know. So yeah, the, these guys are cool, and they're not a novelty act by any stretch of the imagination. But they are, you know, they know what they're about, and they do it, and they do it well, really well. You know, so yeah, they were cool. They were, yeah. Like so, you know, when they were playing the songs, the crowd got so into it. You know, the the crowd was bouncing, wasn't it, when the songs were going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were wicked, yeah. really cool. Yeah, I'm so glad we got to see them live as well. Uh, and then we got the short walk to the chalet in the double bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of, of which disappointment happened. The Maybe. double bed of love. Yes. <laughs> but um, but we, we didn't end up together in the bed, did we? 
we didn't. I mean, <laughs> you did jokingly say you could have, because I was spark out. You, you <laughs> yeah. could have teabagged me quite easily. I was so <laughs> tempted to teabag you and take a picture. It would have been like, that would have been such a highlight for the 60 minutes with Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, <laughs> but no, it, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I don't tend to sleep very well whenever I'm not in my own bed. I don't know about you, but um, are you telling me about this awesome contraption you've got, which you stick on your head and and you drift away? It helps you to sleep. Yeah, yeah, a big up for uh, sleep phones. Uh, mm. It looks like um, almost like an eighties headband kind of affair, like sweatband thing, but it's really thin, uh, and it's got these like wafer thin um, speakers earphones built into it so you put it on it, it works like in a dual way so you've got these it looks like a headband so you put it on your head but you can also like bring it down over your eyes so it acts you know it blocks out all the light as well so you're in total darkness it's got these really wafer thin speakers so i just plug it in you can either have a wired version or a bluetooth version uh, i've got the wired one plug it into my phone i've got an app i've got a sleep app and it's got all these different sounds that you can mix and match and you've got you know like fan and crashing waves and crickets and train journey and all this kind of shit you find whichever one sends you off to sleep so i just put this thing on plug it into my phone put the sound on turn it up and that's it mate i'm spark out it was, it was really good because mm. we, we got there didn't we and quite a few of uh, the other press people uh, had gone. They'd left early. They'd done. They'd finished their interviews, they'd watched a few bands, and then they'd gone. So the, of the three bedrooms and the living room, I think there was there was four of us left. Um, so I, I kept in like the living room area with, with the fire on, which was nice and warm, um, because you, you went to our bedroom and, and collapsed... <laughs> And I was like just getting getting my clothes off and getting into like some jogging pants and, and a, a, an unsweaty t-shirt <laughs> while debating whether to take the uh, tea bag picture because you. <laughs> <laughs> you just you were the right spark out. Um, and then I went in. I was talking to Pete, who's the photographer there. I had a cup of tea with him. Very rock and roll cup of tea. Um, then he got in one of the bedrooms, I got my head down, and, and that was it. I bet you did. Whoa. Oh, there's nothing like getting your head down, is there? <laughs> uh, but no, it was good. And then the next day, I, I must admit, I woke up with a bit of a hangover. You did. I was I was awake, uh, I think I was awake at like about half past six. And I got up and made a brew. Pete was up like about seven. Um, and then he, he started doing like this cooked, he started cooking some sausage and have some sausage butties. Uh, and then I think was it then Neil got up, and I think you, you sort of came to, <laughs> walked into the living room, a, a little bit fragile. I, I was hanging. I was. I was. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'll confess now that um, I wasn't sick. I, you know, I didn't feel sick or anything like that. But I just I was tired because I, I think I probably only had about like two hours sleep. That's what it felt like anyway, because I just couldn't sleep. Um, I mean, you could hear a fucking fart come through those walls. They're like they were so thin, weren't they? They are thin, and I don't know who was sleeping next to me, but fucking hell, he was snoring and <laughs> and trumping. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get some of them sleep phones. Oh god. Um, so I I was tired, and as well as being hungover. So on the way home, I stopped in a little layby and. Uh, and and put my head down for 20 minutes because I thought <laughs> I, my eyes were sort of like, you know, I'm thinking I've got to drive 
up a fucking mountain, you know, and I don't want to go off the side of it. So uh, because my eyes were sort of like heavy. So, uh, yeah, I had a quick power nap and and then that was it. I was okay to drive back. So nice. But we embraced and and uh, had a cuddle before we left each other, didn't we? And we did. It was nice to see each other again. It was. I mean, we don't see each other. Oh no, we're, we're literally an hour away from each other, really, aren't we? So there's no excuse. But you know, with life and family and work and all the other bullshit that gets in the way, so uh, that's why it's called cool doing these shows because at least we get to talk to each other. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was great to see you and and uh, you know, thank you. And uh, what did you say your name was Claire? Claire, yeah, Claire. Yeah, um, for organising everything and and helping, you know, the people, Caitlin and Sabrina, Sabrina yeah. um, for helping out and the bands themselves, you know, for spending their time talking to us and sharing their stories. And hopefully we've helped to put a few people onto them, which is cool. And hopefully uh, the next Hard Rock Hell um, will be even more successful, you know. Yeah, I think the next one that we're hoping to get to is the... I mean, because Hard Rock Hell do a lot of events, um, and please follow what they do throughout the year. They do so many different ones, and across the country as well. You know, I think the next one, I I think it's not... It could be like a week or two away, if I remember rightly. It's in Sheffield, and it's a blues one. Uh, But I think the next one that we're going to cover, like we've done with this, is, uh, again, in November, Hard Rock Hell 10, uh, some amazing bands. Oh, one of the, I hope we get to interview this band because Bonfire are going to be there. Oh, oh, wow. That would be so good. One of my all-time favourite bands. And uh, they were awesome when we they, saw them. Oh, Fireworks, one of my perfect albums. It's just yeah. like incredible. So that, that will be such a thrill. So, yeah, um, fingers crossed that will be the one that we're going to dedicate the next sort of series of shows to. Um but yeah, I think this one, mate. I mean, looking at the time now, I think we're we're probably going to be not too far off about four hours for this episode. Wow! <laughs> Once all the music's put in, all the interviews, uh, and our chat. Uh, but like I said, you know, it, you know, there is a pause button, um, and we do we do want to give the coverage to the band. We don't want to give them a disservice and just you know go to the hard rock hell and put out you know one one hour show. Um, I'm sure, you know, it's probably like getting on close now for 10 hours coverage we've given it. And it, it really does deserve it. Um, I, I will constantly big up all the work um, that they do and, you know, the, the stuff that Claire and her team does at Hard Rock Hell. It's it, And the band said when they were on stage as well how well organised it all is. Um, and it's, you know, so even if you go in there as a band, it's well organised. You go in there as a fan, it's well organised. You can stay on the side. There's everything that you need there. There's merch, there's food, there's drinks. And, you know, hopefully we've got across um, a bit of an idea of, you know, what a good time it is to be there as, as you know, both me and Ramrod from November and now you, Chris, you know, you've experienced and, you know, you know what, what a great time it is when you go there. Yeah, it was awesome. Wicked. Yeah. Loved it. Yes. I'm hoping for a proper tea bag next time. Yeah, I mean, this is all the more reason for people to subscribe to the 60 Minutes with Instagram account. For, <laughs> for we're, we're teasing the inevitable teabag picture that will appear. <laughs> I know what to do now. I just need to ply you with lots of drink. <laughs> Usually works. Yeah, although, well, yeah, yeah well, you know, um, I'm coming to your, your 40th birthday bash in just a few months, so... Mm. It, it, it could be then. It could be you lying there in fancy dress with with my balls in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a sight in front of my, you know, my wife and daughter. 
Um, but yeah, look, I've just got to fetch the uh, the old butt plug out. I think it's about time, shall? Yes. Oh, I can't do a pop. Hang on. There you go. Oh, I, think I don't know if you heard that. Did you? I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> it, it was quite a crisp pop. I was expecting more, <laughs> more for a wet sound, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with that, we finally come to the end of uh, the mammoth Hard Rock Hell United coverage that we've done. Uh, please uh, tweet us right on our Facebook page. Send us an email um, if you've enjoyed listening to them. If and again, you know, if, if we've made you aware, turned you on to any bands, and you've bought the music, let us know. Let the bands know. Let the bands know. You know that you've listened to them on us, and you've you know you're a fan now. Um, I'm sure they'd love to hear it. Uh, and with that, of course, if if you do want to contact us. Go to our webpage, 60minuteswith.co.uk. Loads of reviews, video games, movies, TV, music, everything. Um, I've got one. I've got your latest retro review to put up, Chris. I'll be doing that tomorrow. Thank you. Um, so there's all sorts on there, as well as podcasts, of course. You can download or stream them from there, or iTunes, or Stitcher Radio. Uh, on the website, there's a contact us form. So you can send us an email, or you can email us direct, which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Facebook page, if you want to like it and keep up to date with uh, all bits of news, we normally announce like interviews and so on on there, is facebook.com slash 60 minutes with. Instagram and Twitter, get ready for the infamous teabag picture, is at 60 minutes mm-hmm. with. And again, numerical 16, not alphabetical. Chris, you on Twitter? I'm at Dastardly Jabby. Yeah, so follow, follow Chris on there. Um, butt plug pictures, lots, lots of leather and studs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all, all is on there for you to peruse. Uh, but yeah, until then, uh, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for listening. We will be back soon. And uh, yeah, Chris, a quick popper before you go. Ooh. Ah, oh, ah, and, and with that, we're we're, we're gonna we're not gonna play the usual uh, theme music. We're gonna go out with eight seconds, a, a, a frantic eight seconds of lawnmower death. And you heard about the writing of it in our interview with them. You're going to listen to Egg Sandwich. Egg Sandwich. <laughs>